0: Across the UK, online
1: and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio
2: go, here we go, it's Monday we're rocking and a rolling, rocking and indeed a reeling, Barbara Ann 0344 499 it's going to be um, sparky it's going to be um, uh... so this is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee that's Catherine Boyle, yes this uh, late night phoning show, unlike any other uh, in the country, and I'm going to say it, in the world, uh, in as much as I'm going to sit here and talk about stuff um, and why is my computer not... To, is my, have you got my computer on, Sam? You'll be fired if you haven't. He's, he's, he's Well, he didn't, so he's been fired. Um, I'm going to sit here and talk about stuff, and, uh, and there'll be some stuff in the papers, although there's not really a lot. There's a thing about scones, there's a thing about Michael Jackson and Prince doing a virtual reality tour, and there's a thing about audio bubbles. Um, and I've got some topics... topics uh, that you can call in about, but... You are also welcome to call in about absolutely anything you want. Big, small, indifferent. Who cares? 0344 499 1000. Call call or cost you pennies. Could be free for most of you. We call you back anyway. So anything that's on your mind, maybe you listened to a podcast from six months ago and you want to have your say on that, you can call in about absolutely anything. 0344. 499-1000 Four nine nine one thousand. Um, these are the things um, that we've got so far. I've got some great news for you. Got some? I've, I've, oh, I've got some brilliant news for you. One of Kath's daughters has got a cough, and her mother's got a painful neck. It's great news. It's great news. How is your daughter? Is it big and or little? And
3: little and the smallest, the the, the cutest. Yeah, got
2: got got a, got a bit of a cough. A little cough. Hey. Yeah.
3: But it seems to uh, be worse in the mornings. and not it? Thanks
2: You may be wondering why I'm celebrating a six-year-old yes. with um, a throat infection and a 62-year-old, 65-year-old yeah. with um, a poorly neck. Well, if you were listening on Friday, you will have heard me perform some psychometry. That's um, a, a scientific, artistic, spiritual technique where you hold a piece of someone's jewellery... Mm-hmm. And you can do a reading from that. And I did it. I held some of Catherine's jewellery and I did a reading. And the reading was... I know you're smirking because you're making up jokes that jewellery means genitals, but it doesn't.
4: Really?
5: I wasn't, I
2: wasn't. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I know, I know you. I, I spent a, an entire car journey driving you to Brighton at the weekend and driving you back. I know.
3: I smiled several times. Was I thinking of genitals every single time?
2: Um, well, your, your gaze... Would imply yes. So, um, so uh, I I read that someone in Catherine's family had a poorly neck guessed. and that guessed. one of Catherine's children would get a cough soon, probably over the weekend. Guessed. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I, I guessed it. I guessed it. So, guess one thing. Okay, a lucky guess to guess two things, that's 100% accurate. You name me, one psychic, out there, touring the theatres, that's 100% accurate. It's only me, I have the gift.
3: Well, you need to um, get in touch with James Randi. Pronto. (sighs) (sighs)
2: No, I prefer the uh, English uh, version, Tony Horney.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love the name Randy. Rand, well, Randy Bumgardner of course is a, a, an official an American official. Um Randy is a great name.
3: Yeah, cuz it's it takes away some of the threat, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Um
3: But these days it's only ever used in newspapers.
2: Yeah, but we all know what Randy means. Um, so 344 if you want to phone up and talk about my psychic, my wicked psychic skills. So we've got that. Um, uh, spit, you're spitting stories. I don't particularly want to... If you want to talk about the football man that spat um, at someone, um, I hope... I, I, I don't think you should get the
3: sack. I need to go move my car because someone downstairs can't drive.
2: Danny Kelly. <laughs> Oh, God, Danny Kelly is the worst driver this country has ever seen. And the car park here at Talk Radio, very small. You've got to get in early, right? Very small. And you've got to pick your space well. But I saw how Catherine had parked, and she had left plenty of space for the big man to get through. But, no, Danny Kelly is unable to drive Uh, I would like to see him resit his driving test. Um, The, the football, is his name? Jamie, Jamie. Jamie the football man. Jamie Carragher. 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 Jay, let's call him Jamie. Um, spit in at someone. Here's the thing. I hope the father that was filming whilst driving gets the three points on his licence that you should get if you get caught using your phone. OK? You should get three points. If he was using a video camera, that's six points. Um. And the gentleman shouldn't have spat. Of course he shouldn't have spat. Um. But everyone's he should, he should, got, oh, he should lose his jobs. This is the thing there. Oh, he should lose his jobs. I, I bet as well that that family was really giving him some, you know. Anyway... We can talk about that if you want, but I know it's been talked to death. But I would like to hear tonight, please, your spitting stories. I'm going to leave it as vague as that. Your spitting stories, please. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, and from spitting, we get to bonus stories. Um, driving like a dick and celebs being a bell end um you got any stories like that to do with driving like an absolute idiot or celebrities being an absolute idiot 03444991000 um i'll talk about my flying experience I, I i went in one of those wind turbine things yesterday and i can barely walk now it was a thrill my young, my eldest my youngest um, bailed out of it but my eldest said it's really weird daddy i love it but I hate it at the same time, and I know exactly what he means. Um, I'll do you know what? I'll tweet one of the, I'll tweet some of the videos from it a bit later on. There's that, and who fancies a game of iPod roulette? I think. Well, hang on. Before we do that, let me check. I've got my iPod. It's very rarely I have my iPod with me, and I think should be should be. In uh as my kids in the hall book. Here it is. iPod roulette, guys. iPod roulette. You phone up, you got an iPod, MP3 player phone, whatever it is you use to play your music on, you set it to shuffle, and we have three rounds. One of the listeners or Catherine can not Catherine because i taste tasting music is awful. One of the listeners can be the judge. You get three rounds and one round. Pass and that's it. If you fancy a game of iPod roulette, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's 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 kick this week off in classy style and let's go to Alan Caddick. Evening, Bob. Good evening, Alan.
4: First of all, I'm sorry to hear about Ken Dodd. Um,
5: Ken Dodd's dead. He died last night. Yes, that's 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 correct. I didn't
2: know Nottia was a real place. Oh. Yeah, they said. Well, listen, it's sad. Uh, he was ninety years old, and he entertained a lot of um, uh, uh, entertained a lot of people in his lifetime. So good for him.
4: Like Dizzy David Hamilton. Sorry, Diddy
2: David Hamilton. No, Diddy David Hamilton isn't dead. No, but he was a dizzy man. Well, of course, um, there was. Um, there, there is the joke, isn't there? He was an actual assistant to Ken Dodd, David Hamilton was. Yes. There well, there is there is the, the the famous joke, okay? Where I'm gonna say something and you're gonna say Diddy, okay? Yeah. Uh so did you hear, Alan, Ken Don Ken Dodd died? Diddy? No, Doddy. Do you see? <laughs> That's good. That's a good joke, isn't it? And that was going around for ages, and now now saying it, there is a there is a hint of sadness because it's true that he's um He's passed away, and um, I never saw the gentleman live. I would have loved to, um, but I would have taken a cushion with me because he went on for hours.
4: He was one of the long-lasting entertainers, and I mean
2: huh? really long-lasting. Yeah, OK. I didn't quite get that, but thanks anyway, Alan. i go on my pod uh, oh, Straight, straight. You, you'll, you'll have to call back later for that, because oh, I'm not quite ready. 0344 I said we've got five calls lined up. That's more than Julia Hartley Brewer gets in a year. Uh, but they're all blokes. So um, if any women want to phone up, 0344 is the phone number, or any trans... Same number, 03444991000. We call you back. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. I'm Ian Lee.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Um, (laughs) well, I've I've tweeted the topics as I do. And one of them is when has a a celebrity been a dick? (laughs) Okay, you've got to be careful. Sally has uh, tweeted. You, after arranging to come into school to talk to students re-a-career in media, then you cancelled at the last minute. Then a few months later, you tweeted out the same offer if people wanted you to do talks. Thought you should have done the ones you pulled out first. Fair play, Sally. I do remember that. Um, I was doing those talks for free. Um, I'll tell Kath this. Kath will enjoy this. I've been called out for being a dick. All right. I tweeted, you know, when has a celebrity been a dick? Sally's tweeted me, you... After arranging to come into school to talk to students re a career in media, then you cancelled at the last minute. Then a few months later, you tweeted out the same offer if people wanted you to do talks. Thought you should have done the ones you pulled out of first. I remember it. I remember it well. Um, I emailed, I think, a day or two before, so it wasn't the last minute. I was doing all of these talks for free, out Mm of the kindness of my my, my heart. I also remember in the email um, that I said, I I, I said, I'm really sorry I can't do it. Um, Can we book another date? Um, And then I was thinking, well, what what was the reason that I cancelled? And I did put it in the email. Oh, yeah, I'd just been told my mum was dying.
6: (laughs) Still. (laughs) I'd literally been
2: told my mother was dying. And if I remember, Sally, I think I put that in the email. My mum didn't die. They fixed her. It was it was a miracle of science and um, uh, (laughs) strength and determination. But yeah, yeah, that's the reason I cancelled a free talk, because I've been told my mother was going to die. And I did put in the email. um, Would you like another date? Just, you know, I mean, (laughs) and that was that was what, 18 months ago? (laughs) <laughs> now you, now you reply to me. I mean, really? Some people, some people. <laughs> no, you're right. I should have gone to that primary school to talk to them. Of course, I should have, knowing that my mother's life was hanging by a thread. That would have been a great talk. Some people, huh?
4: We did a
3: lot of talks, didn't we? At one point.
2: Yeah, and I cancelled some. I cancelled some because I, I, I had a, a, an attack of the the vapours. I got, I, I, I sank into a depression. Um, and
3: you had to be with your mum.
2: Yeah, and because and, um, my mum was dying. Um, so what a swine. <laughs> Big, aren't I? <laughs> um, tragic comic lets down children. Thank you, Darren. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah.
0: Oh, yeah, are you all right?
2: I'm all right. What are you doing? Are you fighting your phone?
0: <laughs> no, I got in late and I haven't taken my happy pills yet. So
5: oh, get your happy pills on! I've got to, I won't sleep at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just despair- yeah. Anyway, um, how things?
2: Yeah, uh, all right? What? Well, well, come on, stop. Let's get let's get to the meat and veg of this. Take my cool. happy pills. Come on, Let me take a sip of water. Right, what is going on? I'd rather talk... Oh, no, hang on. Uh, Yayan. Hello. Yeah? Hello. Yeah, can you stop phoning me drunk? Because, honestly, listen... Shut up, shut up, shut up, up, boy. Shut up. Catherine and I... Can weave gold out of thin air? We are like, is it Rumpel Stiltskin that does that? Yes. He weaves gold out from of straw. Yeah, from, we, <laughs> he weaves gold out of straw. We are one better than Rumpel Stiltskin. Catherine and I can weave gold out of thin air. It's often, soft, shut up, boy! Shut up! Shut up, boy! You. Will you shut up? Sometimes it's silver. Quite often it's bronze, but it's definitely one of those three base metals. And
3: we never claim anyone's firstborn.
2: No, no. But here we go. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I. uh, Will you shut, shut your mouth and listen, boy? Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth and open your ears. Right? Shut up. I find it nearly impossible to weave even copper out of the vacuous, crap, empty, bland, rambling calls that you give me. It saps all of my energy trying to turn your piss-poor efforts into something the talk radio listeners deserve. So come on, Yaya, give me something! I have people to tell
7: me, I've had some... They, they think to me. You see, I can't even hear
2: him. I can't understand him, and you he can. wants me to what? broadcast you this on a national him? broadcaster. Right. It's only DAB, I know, but still, it's
7: only online. Nothing important. I've been on FM.
2: Okay, Yayan, give us something. Give us something, man, because you never do.
7: No, I just had some people phoning me, at thinking, and um, you you bully me on the radio, and and they believe. That I'm a drugie because last Monday. I, told I couldn't you. care less. You couldn't care. But you said not long ago about phone celebrities that I mean and about the driving.
2: Kath, you talk to him. I don't even want to talk to him.
7: You don't want to talk to me? Oh, Catherine's nice anyway. She's really polite.
3: Well, let's see. Mm.
7: Well, I don't know why Ian don't like me falling up. is this, this sad. But because they say. A talk radio, you can phone up the late night alternative this week about anything you want. Well, you can, so that...
3: but you know, be clear.
7: Well, basically, what I tried to ring last week to speak to him, and then he said I wanted to speak to him about the weather with the snow it's in South Wales.
3: What do you want to say tonight, Yian?
7: Well, I just wanted to say what regarding last week because um, I want to talk last week about the weather and the snow, and then I've had people phoning me up saying. I'm taking drugs, because that's what Ian Lee's been saying on the radio about no, me. No,
3: you didn't say that, did you, Ian?
7: Yeah, because I listened again on the app. Oh, right. I on the listen again. You did me seem
3: rather week. giddy. What had been going on?
7: I don't, I don't know. But I just want...
3: You said you had two app. carloads of boys showing you their
7: bums. That's not usual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was last week. Oh, yeah, I wanted to ring about that, because I... He kept me off, and I wanted to make sure the listeners un- understand properly why I wanted to say they was out uh, the side showing me the bands and shouting the booth and chucking snowballs at me. So I had to phone the police to tell them to go away. Now they've gone away, but but they um, keep messaging and see me outside college and they don't say nothing when they see me in person. Well, there's
3: nothing more to say. You've For seen honours. it all, haven't you?
7: No, there's no with when there's always friends, when there's a car full of people. But if they see me, if it's one or two of them, they don't say nothing.
3: Oh, well, thanks for the update, Yayan.
7: Uh, thank you. Bye. I mean,
2: I just can't do anything with it.
3: I can't do anything
2: with his calls. I can't. I need to go back to um, Radio Phone in Academy. Because I just don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't. And maybe I need to update my brain software because I
3: just don't know what to do with it. He's a tricky one, Yayan. I
2: just don't know what to. And I have dealt with Verinda stalkers, a mad Scottish bloke called Alex who was going to train to be a dentist just so he could become my dentist and drill my mouth without anaesthetic because he hated me so much. A filthy uh, woman called Maureen from Tottenham, who would phone up and talk about me putting my donut in her ring and then start singing Michael Jackson songs. Uh, Christian Concern. Didn't deal with them that successfully, if I'm, com- if I'm completely honest. But um, I have dealt with all of these people. Right? With, yeah, yeah, I just don't even know. I don't, I just, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I'm looking down for something. There's nothing there. It's like that, that dream, the recurring dream of where you're, you're back at school but you haven't got any trousers on and you're forced to talk to a Welsh idiot. Mm.
5: It's like that, but for real.
2: And I'm not wearing trousers.
3: Does George Clooney come into yours?
2: Um, come, into, through. come into my what?
3: Class.
2: It is classy. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Let's go to Mick. Good evening, Mick.
4: Hello?
8: Hello? Yes? Hello, what's your favourite cheese? Yes? What's your favourite cheese? What? What's your favourite cheese?
2: I mean. What's your favourite cheese, Ian? Yes, I don't know. I got cheddar! Might as well do that. Thank you. Bye. Okay, thank you very I mean, what is this?
0: He sounded more like a premium man to me.
2: Yeah, oh, man alive. Let's see if Sarah's ready now. Good evening, Sarah.
0: Hi, sorry, I've taken my happy pills now, I'm happy. OK. Life is good. Um, I've just got back from cinema, I went to see Black Panther. Oh oh my God, it was so good. Have you seen it yet? No. Nope. OK. Um, what was it, uh, celebrities who are dicks? Yes. Am I allowed to say names or will I get sued?
2: Um, well, tell us the story first and then we'll we'll let you know.
3: Right, there's a couple. Well, hang on a second. Before we continue, is there any yeah. of this more than dickery,
0: possibly criminal?
2: If they're not going to mention names, it's fine. They'll All right. get on with it.
0: No names at okay. this point, then. Okay. The first one, there was um, a guy I was friends with. He was, like, quite a famous comedian. And he, I was at university, and he came up to see me in halls. And he lit a spliff and the entire University Hall's fire alarm went off. And I had to pretend it was me who had set the fire alarms off because he kind of buggered off and went to the nearest Starbucks. I think that's a bit dicky. I wasn't
2: listening. What did she say? Set the fire uh. alarms
3: off, spliff, went off and left her to deal with the aftermath.
2: OK, well, these, these, these things happen. Um... Let's try Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Evening, Jonathan. What have you got for us?
5: Uh, you're not very good if you can't get any gold out of One uh, is it?
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't
5: even know how to say his name. Well, I managed to get gold out of him the other
2: night. That's true, actually, he did.
3: He's a much more skillful manipulator of um, callers than you.
2: Yes, he is. Jonathan, you are an excellent radio host. I'm off next week. Has Denny Morris been in touch to offer you the gig?
5: Well, funny enough, uh, uh, someone from Talk Radio called me on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. To say what? Um, Offering me a, a, a deal. Go on, tell me more. He wanted me to upload clips of myself talking to you. Oh. But I don't have internet at home, so I said uh, it's not practical for me. Yeah, OK, this is a, this is a
2: thing that... Um, 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 what's his name? Dowie. Um, Robbie. Um, Parson. What's his name? Who? The, co- the, the computer guy. Roddy. Roddy. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, the deceased wrestler is in charge of our computer clips. And, yes, this is something he's he's experimenting with.
5: Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to mention
2: that, but I don't oh. care anyway. I don't... Uh, <laughs> listen, who... Exactly. Who, who cares? I don't... I, I. You know, it's something that he ran past me. I'm not convinced it will work, but... Right, you talk about... You talk about it. No secrets
5: on this show. Yeah. Um... Uh, I, I, I've done a bit of that. What was that thing you did on Friday? Um, the radio show? No, the thing with the jewellery. Oh, the psychometry, yes. Yeah, uh, I've done a bit of that. And I've I concluded that um, it was you who gave that Russian the nerve agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I like this. I like this. Tell me more. Yeah, I, I bet he, he probably insulted you on Twitter and you decided to go around there and uh, give him some nerve agent because you were recruited by the North Koreans when you were last in Japan. Who's, um... Are those,
2: those two are still alive, aren't they? The, the, the Russian gentleman and his daughter. Yes,
3: and the police officer that found them. The
2: police officer... Well, the, the police officer that found them is, is coming out the other side. Yes. He's the, out the other side. The
3: daughter was said to be responsive.
2: OK. But the police officer won't know anything. So I mean, we wish him Godspeed, and, and and we wish him well. Of course, of course, of course, you know. Um, but he won't know. the 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 The, the two that will know are the Russian gentleman and his daughter. And if they come and now up-
5: everyone else listening to this show, okay, let me here's the thing. I
2: um, how do we know that they're still alive?
3: Well, let's, let's the last into, report suggested right, they were.
2: Let, let's go into full conspiracy mode for a second, if you will. Indulge us, dear listener. Bear in mind what we are saying. We are just kicking ideas around, as is our want, right? How do we know they're still alive? We don't. We don't, do we? You know where I'm going with this, don't you, Jonathan? Yes. We don't. So they might have died four or five days ago, and it could just be the British government playing a bit of a game, going, oh, yeah, yeah. She's she's um, she's pulling through. She's responding. She's responding. So there'll be a couple of Russians or maybe a couple of Americans or possibly a couple of Koreans or maybe a couple of British people going, hey, minute, we need to – I've seen this in films – we need to get into the hospital and finish them off for good. And they sneak into the hospital at half past 11 at night and they go to inject her and then they pull down the blanket and it's a copper and then the coppers come out, freeze! And then that's what happens. I've seen that in a film, I think. So that that that's a possibility, isn't it, Jonathan? Could be. Yeah, OK. Um, well, thanks for your call. No problem. There we go. I mean...
3: <laughs> what is it? He took the wind out of his sails. I think
2: I bored him. (laughs) I think I bored him.
3: I think he's almost given up trying to shock you.
2: 03444991000, this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative
0: with Ian Lee.
1: Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio.
0: We have ways of making you talk.
2: 03444991000 is the phone number. Let's go to Andre. Good evening,
8: Andre. Hi, Cass. Hi, Ian. Yeah, OK. Hi, hi, Cass.
3: Yeah.
2: A little bit economical with the words. Do you know what? I just don't want to talk to any of them tonight.
3: <laughs> I
2: just, I just it don't It feels want...
3: like the same conversation every time.
2: OK. Um, Sam, you know when you go... In, you turn your microphone on, Sam. Let's get Sam on, let's, get, let's, hear a, let's hear a voice I don't hear um, often enough. You know when you go in petrol stations, right? Yeah. And they've got badly photocopied pictures of um, gentlemen in hoodies... And number plates. And it says, um, do not serve, drives away, don't let... You know that, right? Yep. I want you to do the radio equivalent of that for for this, OK? Just for this week. I'm off next week. I couldn't give a stuff who gets on next so I couldn't care less. So, have you got a pen and paper? Um. Or do you want to take notes on your iPad? <laughs> right, i got it's a pen so and paper. Modern. OK, I want you to write these names down. Mm-hmm. Andre. Yep. Alan Caddick. Yep. Jonathan. Mhm. Yayan. Yeah. Any others? That list may be added to as the show progresses, but for the, for the rest of this week, if you see them anywhere on the forecourt, do not activate the pumps. No, hang on a minute. I've t- no, rewind. If you see them flashing up on the screen, you don't even have to take their calls. No disrespect to those people. No disrespect to them at all. Um, they're great contributors to the show, but I just feel like I'm I'm banging my head against a brick wall this week. Is that okay, Sam? Yep, not a problem. Thank you for Or, if you want to phone them up and chat to them, as long as it doesn't interfere with, <laughs> with the show duties, you can do what you want. As long as you've got an eye on the show and the finger and all of that, that's great. But I just they just don't get through this double glass.
6: But I don't have to talk. Double you. To them. Right.
2: A... great. <laughs> just, you, there just, you go. That's Um Sam's an interesting guy. You know, we play a game. And, and George, I will come to you in a minute. I promise. And I've which, just remembered which, I've I've not phoned up George last week like I promised I would, which is terrible. Which game? Well, we we hang out, we we hide, and then we jump out and scare each other. All right, been doing it for years, man. You know, Sam's got a game with his dad. That has been going for, I mean, what is he? He's like 12. He's been yeah. going for the last 12 years. You know that. And him and his dad alternate. So if one scares w- one, then it's the next, then it's that person's turn to scare back. Right. And um, once. Well, Sam, you tell the
6: stupid. Was there one? You, what was the one about you hiding under his bed? So I found that he's got a drawer uh, under his bed. So <laughs> while I wasn't living Stuff there. Stuff
2: full of Mayfairs and razzles.
6: So yeah, I wasn't living there at the time. I am. Um, I I went to theirs um, before they got home from work. Got my sister to tuck me in um, in the drawer under the bed. No. Sat under the bed for a couple of hours after I knew they'd fallen asleep, and then just started banging <sighs> relentlessly on the bottom of the their bed. He was banging
3: wow yeah. sam you could have got more than you bargained for there and,
2: and it's your dad's turn to get you yes well didn't he once hide it tell him what so, about hiding in your car so this
6: is nuts w- i went to college it was a half hour drive away from where we lived <laughs> and in the morning he'd gotten someone to uh lock him in my car he hid in the back seat i then drove all the way to work the half hour journey wow. i parked then he jumped out and scared me, <laughs> and so he took the train ride home. He th- thought that was worth it to... I w- I yeah,
3: that's say... the long game.
2: I would say that's... Well, you wait. We'll get to the long game in a second. I would say that's an amateur move, though. If I was his dad, I would have chloroformed him. <laughs> <laughs> so he would have woken up in a lock-up with his arms tied behind his back.
3: That's what he's going to do next.
2: No, well, and so now, now where are we in this ritual? So it's his turn to get me... And, and when it... was the last time you
6: got him? About... Five six months ago.
3: Oh, he's planning something absolutely belting.
6: But the the gap between them gets bigger and bigger as it goes on. Like it used to be, you just do a silly little thing like every day, and and it's extended to isn't that great when
3: your guard's down. Isn't
2: that great? Uh, We need to get in touch with Sam's dad and offer out if there's any way we can assist him in in destroying that young man's confidence. And I think we need to do that. Um, please feel free to pass on my details to him. Thank you, Sam. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. George, you've reminded me by just having your name on the screen. I didn't call you up last week. How are you doing, man? Still breathing. (laughs) Good, 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 good. Um, Because uh, for those that know, this is Rainbow George. He's been phoning radio stations for years and years and years, and there are fewer and fewer outlets for him to come on and tell his marvellous, sometimes rambling, sometimes funny, sometimes sad, sometimes head-scratching tales. And I've managed to convince him to phone us from time to time. And... um, we have decided, Catherine, myself and George have decided that at some point in the very near future we would like to record a podcast together with George sharing his stories about famous people, about not famous people, about um, whatever, and also his his cassettes, of which he has got thousands of them. And here's the thing, I was supposed to phone George up last week and I didn't, and I'm sorry,
9: man, I'm really sorry. No, you, you weren't supposed to phone me up in... in... My philosophy. I, I, I suppose that everything that happens is meant to happen. So, yeah. so um, choice to to my way of reasoning is is an illusion. We're all being directed to play the parts that were written for us to play in this extravaganza mystery play that. Uh, we're all performing in it. I love uh, it. I love that's it. that's my philosophy.
2: We are we are keen to do this podcast. And listen, I'm away next week, George. So we can't do it, we won't do anything before then. But I, when we get back, we'll, we'll we'll sort it out. But I, I wanted to know a couple of things. First of all, what it, have you got a title that you would would like to throw into the hat? And secondly, how many tapes have you got? And and what exactly exactly what roughly is on there? What kind of stuff have you been recording over the last however many years?
9: Well, it's mainly calling into to radio stations, but in, in the beginning, it was recordings in my living room in, in Hampstead, and what was happening from uh, late 1984 till about 1987, I was uh, I, I was recording stuff, and and then the, 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 this fits into when as a celebrity being a a, a dick essentially. And and this celebrity was my old pal, Peter Cook.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, go on.
9: And a, a story that appeared in the Star newspaper Tuesday, September 22nd, 1987.
10: Yeah.
9: And the headline was Captain Kinky. Uh, he and his porno pals wanted a gangbang. Uh, the rich men were after a bit of black and white and the, 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 this was a story given to the star by uh, a, a black a- actress called Sandy Grizzle yes. I think she was in the EastEnders at one time and uh, a girlfriend uh, who, who I knew and they tell this story about something that Peter told me later happened somewhere else. It didn't happen in my house, but, but it didn't it didn't mention me by name. It starts off, Peter Cook, with whom Sandy had an affair for two years, had one of the randiest neighbours in London. <laughs> they nicknamed him the Captain, and th- th- that was because I had Captain Rainbow's Universal Party, which I l- launched uh, at the end of 1984, and uh, I, I I bought an action against the the, the Star newspaper, and Peter said he, he'd help me. Uh, to, to to pay a solicitor to do a bit of work, and the solicitor wanted j- j- just that he'd been doing some work, and it came to a point where he wanted an, another thousand pounds, and I didn't have a thousand pounds, yeah. and Peter never came up with <laughs> the thousand pounds, and eventually my case got thrown out of court years later for inordinate delay and what have you. Yeah. So that, 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 that's when Peter was a dick. Well, you...
2: He was... No, I mean, he... he uh, did you ever feel in that period in the 80s with Peter Cook... Because I'm, I'm a huge Peter Cook fan. You know, I, I even enjoyed The Rise and Rise of Michael Rimmer, which is a tough film to watch, but I enjoyed it, and, and Bedazzled is just a masterpiece. Um, did, did, it, it was argued that in the 80s, when he was boozing a bit and, uh, you know, and smoking a lot, that... Um, he was... OK.
9: Wasting his talents.
5: Did you ever feel that?
9: No. No. I, I, Peter, for me, was almost always good company. Yeah. He, 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 if he was drinking, he, he was a very happy drunk and an amusing drunk. And, uh, And, uh, Wasting his talents? No, he was just living the life that he was supposed to live. Uh, in, yeah. as, as I say, to, to 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 my way of reasoning, and I, I'm really looking forward to this party that I told you about yeah. on April the 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was wondering if there was any chance you could do a radio show from the party.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Hang on a minute. Where's my diary? Because I've got it in my diary, and it's a Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. So, we are not on air on the Saturday, but I'll tell you what we can do. All right, I'm going to keep that day free. Um, Kathy, you'd be very welcome, but I know it's like, you know... But anyway, um, I will come down with my... uh, I was going to say tape recorder, listen to me. With my digital recorder and I'll record some bits, and we can either play it out on... I'll come down and record some stuff, and if there's anything we can use, we'll play it out on the radio later that week. How about that?
9: That would be brilliant. It really would. It's going to start with me... Of course. ...telling my story with the help of some... uh... Video and and, and vi- video film and and bit of audio tape and newspaper headlines and stuff. Yeah, and I, I intend to do that for an hour, and people are going to be filming that. And uh, and at the end of it, the, we're going to launch the party to end all political parties, the the Wonder Party. And I, I think it's going to be a really historic evening, and I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And it, it would be wonderful if, if, if you were, were there.
2: I'm going to be there. I'm, go- and, and listen, unless something
9: comes up with the kids or something like that,
2: um, I'm, I'm going to be there, George.
9: Lovely. I, I, I I'm thrilled to hear that. Gen- gen- genuinely. No,
2: I'm looking forward to it, meeting it, you, man. I've heard you for years. Can I ask you? Can I nitpick? Nitpick. Can I pick your brains one more time for on a celebrity thing? And I hope you don't mind. Did you ever see Peter Cook with Dudley Moore together? Yes. Really?
9: Yeah. And then, they, well, I saw them originally on stage. No, but <laughs> did, did, did
2: when you were hanging out with Peter? Did Dudley ever? kind of pop round or pop up, or, or any of the parties you went to was Dudley there?
9: Well, w- w- when they released the Derek and Clive Get the Horn video, d- yeah. d- Dudley was there. He was at and, the party. And, yeah, originally the party started at the, the Cobden Club. Yeah. And there were lots of celebrities there. And uh, Alan Bennett and Jonathan Miller turned up there. wow. Oh, and they wow. Uh, and they'd never even met. Peter and Dudley in 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 the, in, in the evening of the party P- Peter was downstairs and they were upstairs and, and they 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 never met at that party and and uh, and I saw Peter with Dudley in, in restaurant in Hampstead a, a few times and 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 uh, yeah um they were a special, special couple. Also, uh, one, one question I would like to ask. Yeah, go on. In in the old days, people used to think that I was Dennis Norden.
2: Oh, ho, ho! Now, funny you should say that because I'm looking through Twitter, and um, someone just tweeted. Where is it? Oh, where is it gone? Um, yeah, John Boys tweeted, "Is Rainbow George Dennis Norden
9: in disguise?" Uh, oh, brilliant! <laughs> I, I thought my voice would probably have changed over the years. I think but, Dennis had. But, but, but in the old days, people used to think that I was Dennis Norton pretending <laughs> to be Rainbow George. Oh, Jordan. really?
2: Yeah. Oh, mate, listen, we're going to have so much fun. Once we get this all together... Um, we we are going to have so much fun, and I think the podcast we are going to make, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it, and we can, the three of us can just have a laugh with it, and we can talk about anything and go anywhere with it and and, and see what happens. I think we're going to have a lot of fun, George, I'm so glad that you found this show and that we found each other.
9: That is so sweet of you, and uh, I I, I, I'm lost for words. Thank you, Ian.
2: Thank you, mate, and we will speak soon, I promise you, I promise you. Thank you. Cheers, George, thank you. There we go, there we
3: go. Oh, he's brilliant,
2: isn't he? He's great! and he 'll wind us up and he 'll annoy us and he 'll make us laugh and he 'll make us think and he 'll make us scratch our heads um, and all of those things and it, it 's it, brilliant we are going to do a podcast with him, and i we will record some bits for this show as well at the you know we'll do all of that oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio. Uncut
1: after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation, the late-night alternative, with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: Now, now we're warming up. Now we're warming up. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Good evening, Paul. Hi, Ian. How are you, Kath? Uh, hello. Um. Well,
10: follow that, Peter Cook.
2: Well, wow. well, it wasn't actually. Just to clarify, that wasn't actually Peter Cook we were talking no. to. It was, of course, Dennis Norden.
10: Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Um some little knockabout fun, uh, and don't just come jump in with Beach Boys and burn Iky ladies. Okay. Um what's your super group. Like uh, individual members, guitarist, singer, etc.
2: Okay, fine. Um my supergroup would be on yep. Okay. On on mm, um, Vocals and Rhythm Guitar. Ooh. David Crosby. I'm writing this down. Crosby. Yeah. On harmony and lead guitar, wow. Stephen Stills. OK, a bit of a pattern yeah. On lead vocals and harmony and rhythm guitar. Graham Nash. Yeah, that's a good idea, I wasn't going to go there, but I like that. And then on spiky electric guitar and discordant harmonies, I would put a guy called Neil Young.
11: Neil Young, the expert. So I've got, yeah.
2: I will call that band David, Stephen, yeah. Graham, and Neil. Neil. That's Who's my there? super group. What Excellent would yours answer.
12: be? Has
3: Kath got one? Yes. Right oh, okay, hang on. Let me have a proper <laughs> think because this is serious. This
10: is You're serious. serious going to be Nash Young.
3: No, don't be silly. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let me have a okay. think. Here right. On lead vocals, Michael Jackson. Right. <laughs> On secondary backup vocals... Yep. Jermaine Jackson. Yep. Tertiary backup vocals... Jackie Jackson.
11: Uh-huh. A here as well.
3: And then, just for fun, Tito and Marlon Jackson.
2: Who the hell is ja- Jackie Jackson?!
3: He's the oldest one, isn't he? There's no
2: one called Jackie Jackson. Yeah, He's a comedian, isn't he? Jackie Jackson.
4: Jackie
2: yeah. Jackson. <laughs> no, the oldest one is um is Tito, isn't it? No,
3: I don't think so. I think okay. Jackie's the oldest. There's no one
2: called Jermaine. Jermaine.
3: No. There's no one called Jackie ja- Jackson? Jackie Jackson. Born. His name is Sigmund Esco. Jackie Jackson. Right. Not really called Jackie. Okay born Sig- May 4th, 1951. Yeah. He's the oldest Jackson brother. Yeah, he's not in the band. Chew on that. No, yes, he, not,
2: is. he wasn't in the band when Michael was in it. Totes was. No, he, no um, that was Tito. What, he was also Tito in the was. band. Not Totes. Um, but Jackie Jackson wasn't a Jackson in the truest sense of the, the thing. He was
3: the original Jackson. What? No. If he'd been what rubbish, he they wouldn't have had any more Jackson. Who was
2: um, Papa Jackson?
3: Uh, that is... Oh, what's his name?
2: Brenda. Joe, Joe Jackson? Jackson? No, Joe Jackson's the, the fey American singer-songwriter. Maybe no, he's British. Joe Jackson's British.
3: Joe Johnson. No,
2: the Joe Johnson is the overweight snooker player from the 80s.
3: That's Joan Jett.
2: No, Joan Jett is a black heart. Yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> give us a, give us a <laughs> clever answer to that.
3: No, that's...
2: Thanks very much indeed.
3: Who's, ah! Y- ah! Who's yours, Paul? Oh, well, I'd, I never thought you would ask that.
2: Well, thanks very much for calling. I mean... <laughs> Why wouldn't you prepare? Still, it was just a little bit of knockabout fun. Yeah. Speaking of... Um, uh, Jackie super Jackson. Supergroups. Super I I, 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 the only Jackson songs I like... Right, are Can You Feel It is brilliant. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Also... That was, I'm not going to make a joke. No, but we all know what you think. I'll tell you why, because the, the estate of Michael Jackson is uh, probably more litigious uh, now that he's passed than when he was alive. But um, you make your own... I, do, um,
3: I like the love you save.
2: Um, how do you know about that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's in your laundry basket.
2: Hey! I like um, um, Doctor My Eyes, which I think wasn't Doctor My Eyes, written by Joe... Johnson, No. Doctor My Eyes. Don't Google it. Doctor My Eyes was written by, I want to say Warren Zevon, but it wasn't Warren Zevon. (gasps) Oh, man. And welcome, welcome, dear listener. Come closer, because this is what my entire life is like, is trying to remember who wrote Doctor My Eyes. Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Don't Google it. I'm not Googling it. One of those idiots will tell you. (sighs) Doctor My Eyes. Um, It wasn't Warren Zevon. It wasn't... Warren G. No, don't, don't, don't. It was, um... Oh, Dr My... I've been singing it, won't I? It won't help me know it. Oh, God. All right, you can Google it. No, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. Jackie
3: Jackson, probably, was
2: it? No, it wasn't. Dr My Eyes was written by... Jackson Brown! Oh! Jackson Brown! He
3: wasn't in the Jackson 5. And
2: ironically, Brown Jackson... Make your own jokes.
3: No. Um... 2018, 2018, guys.
2: You know, you know the song, Doctor My Eyes. Yes, you know, Doctor
3: My. Eyes. You know
2: that, you know the Jackson, um, the, the the Jackson Brown version of
3: it. I mean, this is. A... I think that's the only one I do know.
2: Oh, you don't know the right. You don't know their. You don't. Know... You don't know their version. No, you don't know their version.
3: We're just getting into the groove. There we go. Into doing? this
2: groove.
5: Get that high. I'm only nine years <laughs> old. If you <laughs> knew the tragic story of our life, you would
2: send for help, not by our records. Because they had a rough old ride, yeah.
4: didn't
1: they? Oh, we're late for the ads.
0: Across the UK, online and on DAB.
1: The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee.
0: Differently
13: interesting
1: nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio, on air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
5: Oh three four
2: four four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be uh, you'd be very welcome to. Thank you to everybody who um, came to Brighton. We had fun in Brighton, didn't we?
3: We always do. It's a laugh, there, isn't it? We
2: had a lot of fun in Brighton. Lots of uh, lovely people came along and saw us, and um, it was delightful. We do have, we do have, we had, um, do have fun. Um, yeah, we went, went on the pier, went and had fish and chips. I'd never had battered I fish. I don't think I'd ever had battered fish before. No, I don't think I've ever had battered fish before. And it was, a, it was, it was nice. I enjoyed it. Um... As you know, I'm not a fan of fish. I think all fish taste the same. They just taste of the sea. Um, even w- w- when I was in Australia and I ate, like, crocodile feet, it tasted of fish because they're of the water, They're water-based, uh, the water-based creatures. So it just tasted of fish. Um, the batter oh, the batter was um, nice, but I, that, I, too much of it would have made me sickly.
3: Yeah, that was particularly nice batter, though. It has to be said, normally I don't eat it. Do you know what I'd like? And this has just popped
2: into my head. Do you know what I think would be the best sandwich? A mushy pea sandwich.
3: mushy pea sandwich is good. Have you had one before, then? I've had fish, chip and mushy pea sandwich. Have you? Yeah. Standard. I I wouldn't want all of it. No, no, no. I don't want all of it
2: in there. Oh, you do. No, 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 no. I just... I just would like to have um, a mushy pea sandwich. And uh, for all those um, fans out there waiting for me to play it... Here it is. Here it is. You were just waiting for me to play it. I
5: got a mouthful of sausage. That's the wrong
2: one, but I just, I just don't know where. I've got, oh, here it is. Here's of course, it's David Guest um, asking what he liked so much about um, when he lived in Britain. What he liked so much about living in Britain.
4: I
14: like to boss of leaves. I like to watch of leaves.
2: Uh, his second reason was George, you're a fanny. okay, so oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call um the, 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 the interesting we were asking uh, when has a celebrity been a, a bellend because of the jamie cow story mm. where he he, he spat uh, someone um and and then I was called 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 one um by for like, canceling for canceling a thing because my mum was dying um and then Chris has tweeted something which i've retweeted, which is very very wise, and we could all do well to take on board, myself included. Moral of the story is, we may feel justified deeming a celeb a end, not knowing what they were suffering at the time. And that is... Do you know what? And uh, uh, Chris, thank you for that. That is a brilliant thing to carry around for you in life. Because bellendry isn't just um, uh, you know... It doesn't just belong to celebrities. Everyone has the capacity um, to do it. I had, um, I was, I, I am quite often, as you will know, Catherine, a, a BE. Um, and uh, there's a there's a forum online called Digital Spy, and they, they 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 post loads of loads of forums on there, and it's a bit. And, and they had some stuff on there about me that I thought was a little bit ripe. Thought it was just a little bit. It wasn't about the radio show. I it was a little bit ripe. And so I'd asked, I'd said, look, can, can you take some of this down? Because you know, I talk about the radio show, but this stuff's a little bit Jeff, you know. And um, they replied, saying, they replied, you know. And I wrote them a, a, a snotty message back. <laughs> That's pretty much the, the, the noise. <laughs> um, and then almost instantly, 15 minutes later, I thought, oh, man, come on. You yeah, know. There's no need for that, and so I sent them a, a, an apology, and I said, "Look, I'm really grateful um, for what you have done, and I, I apologise, you know, for sending you an email that goes." <laughs> and they were very gracious, and I said, but you, 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 you know, I'm not going through particularly much at all at the moment. All things considered, um, but but Chris is right; you just don't know what everyone is going through. It doesn 't excuse all behaviors some
3: people do like to be Belenzo. oh yeah 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 they're, they're, I mean because they can yeah it, oh exactly um
2: you know and and <laughs> they often display it by by setting up epoxy podcast and getting out their begging bowl you know and um, asking for donations <laughs> you know you know it's, uh, um but but but, but. Um the, 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 may, Okay, well, you know, maybe there's a lesson that we can take from from that little Twitter span, from Chris's and a, you know, Chris's tweets, and so, well, that maybe we need to just be a little bit more. Maybe I, we, no, maybe I just need to be a little bit more understanding that perhaps other people are, you know, maybe they've had a crap day, maybe they're having a crap week, maybe it's a really bad year, maybe someone's died, someone's dying. Maybe um, they had a around with their kids. Maybe you know who? Who knows? They got the sack from their job. Who knows? And you're right. Some people they are just bees, and, um, and and that's the way. Probably they will. This is why Bill Murray doesn't like Chevy Chase. Right? But there's uh, there's a great book, and I've got to read it again. I'm just reading a book about kids in the hall. Then I'm going to read a book about. Um, 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 the cult where they all drank the Kool Aid. What's his name? Can't remember his name. Um, and, and then I might reread the Saturday Night Live book. It's about the television program Saturday Night Live. And somewhere in there, Bill Murray says when you become famous, like big famous, like they became in when it, whatever year it was, it started in 1975, 70, maybe a little bit later, maybe 77. When you become hugely famous, right? He said, You've got two years. You've got a two year window where uh, it goes to your head and you're offered money and you're offered all kinds of drugs as they would have been in New York in the 70s. And you're offered, you know, sex and all these opportunities to be hedonistic. And he said, You've got a two year window where it's really, really difficult not to be a dick because you're young. You've come from being, you know, having no money, and suddenly you've got more money than you ever thought possible. You've got people throwing cocaine at you, people telling you you're the funniest thing, and then you, you, you got two years where it's it's really difficult. Although some people manage it, two years of um, it's really difficult to not be a dick. But if you haven't sorted yourself out by the end of that two years, you will probably always be a dick. And he and Bill Murray says, you know. He embraced all of that stuff. And, you know, after 18 months, realised, actually, it was making him into uh, what the Americans would call an asshole. And he was able to take stock, as were a lot of the other people that, that he worked with, take stock and go, whoa, OK, right, if I want sustainability, if I want to be a decent human being, I need to put all of, push all this stuff away that's been thrown at me or moderate it, and I also need to be aware of my behaviour. And he says Chevy Chase never came out of that period, he he was a, a uber dick for two years, and then just carried it on and carried it on and carried it on. Um, so, um, why did I start telling that? There was a reason I started. Some telling
3: people, that. oh yeah, are so, dicks, Some yeah. people have dickness foisted upon them. Well,
2: well, and then we're on to you know Kevin Spacey. But um, that's not what we're talking about. Um, but but maybe it's um, um, okay. How do we put this? How do we then put this in? To practice in our daily lives. What is what is homework for the next twenty two hours and fifty minutes?
3: Do you refuse to carry someone else's bad day around with you?
2: I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna start it now. And we're gonna finish it well. Um uh, we're gonna start it now. Dear listener, are you are you with me or again me? Um until ten o'clock tomorrow night. We, yeah, we're going to forgive everyone's trespasses, as we would hope they would forgive ours against them, and we're going to be nice. And what that means is, uh, um, at every opportunity to be a dick, instead of turning right into Dick Lane, you turn left into Nice Avenue, right? The car cuts you up, you thank them. You appreciate the fact that you've 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 had a moment to pause and that they're ahead of you in that. Thank beautiful. goodness you saw them. Yep, thank goodness you, don't you want to saw
4: hurt
2: them. Um someone someone flashes you while you're driving. Yeah, you take it on board. You take it on board and you question what was your role in that situation. Um someone pushes in front of you at the bus. Ah, let them get on there. Hey? You sat going down to the same place. Yeah, exactly. You sat down and, and and you know, there's a young person standing, offer them your seat. All of these, and it could be small things and it could be nice things. Maybe there's someone at work who really is, has got a foul temper and is a bully. Why don't you consider maybe taking them some chocolates tomorrow? Or gifting them your favourite book? Or um, just asking, how, just say good morning to them and asking how their lunch was.
3: Here's one. That person that really, really annoys you at work. Try not to ignore them. Say Uh, Hi. Engage in conversation.
2: Okay, hey Catherine, how are you? Um, all of these things shall we do it? Should we give it a go? And here's the thing, right? It's gonna be really hard to remember for for twenty three hours. It's gonna be hard to remember, and there will be moments, of course there will be, when we resort to our default setting, which is I'll get stuff, mates. Stick stick that up there. What is your problem? And when that happens, you you um You'll become aware of it, and you'll go. Oh, yeah, no, I'm supposed to be. I'm just being nice for twenty three hours. I can do it for twenty three hours. Bearing in mind, you'll be asleep for eight of them. Um, If it's possible, and if it's appropriate, go and apologise for when you do something like that, or or be doubly nice to the next person that you meet. And I'm not talking about random acts of kindness where you like pay for the person who's behind you in the queue at the at Costa or whatever that. I don't any I don't mean that where you go and do these odd I just mean we're going to be nice and pleasant and um and not smarmy. Not you know sm- we're going to be nice. We're going to be nice until 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Can you do it guys? can you do it 0344 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call this is the late night alternative on talk radio
1: the late night alternative with Ian e. Lee. on air and off the leash on talk radio
2: 0344 4991000 so the plan is we're all going to be nice until 10 p.m. tomorrow night then we shall regroup And um, we'll have a chat and see how it got on. That is your homework. In the meantime, you can give us a call about anything. Um, Your spitting stories. um, Oh, we'll play iPod Roulette in a bit if anyone wants to. I've got my iPod here. It's um, all ready to go. All you need is an iPod, an MP3 player, your phone, whatever it is you um, use to play music on. And we'll have a little game of Roulette with it. Uh, if you're up for that, 03444991000. Speaking of music, it's Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Nigel.
14: I didn't expect to get on so quickly. I've just,
2: just. Okay, let's go to Gavin. Ian. Oh, yo, yes. You're right, Nigel. Thank you, Kat. See, it's difficult. Yes, it's fine. That's all right, Nigel. I saw you pop up. I'm, on just,
14: a... watching, uh, I'm just watching with the t- on the TV a uh, Kendall <laughs> special. Oh, yeah. It's like there's been several. There's one on Channel Five and then There's one on BBC One. So he was pretty popular, wasn't he? Yeah. Do you know why they're, they're showing them? No. He's dead. Well, I know, I know, but they didn't show him before he was dead, did
2: they, no. Ian? Yeah. Ken Dodd died. We did that. Yes, we died, did that when you were died. out. What? We did that. I did that with Alan. When did
14: you did it
12: right?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
14: What did you think of Ken, uh, Ian? Well, <sighs> did you think he was a great performer? Hey, listen, any... bed, I mean, um... oh come on, Nigel. Um, I mean, I mean on
2: stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing: anyone who's been around for mm. that long and at the yeah. age of ninety was turning still in. Still
14: pop, but yeah, he was still popular at ninety.
2: Five-hour shows means they yeah. got something very special. He, he I, I, I personally. I didn't find mm. him. I didn't find him particularly funny, but but oh. you know that's the beauty of comedy. We all find different things funny. I certainly respect him for lasting mm. that long in the business. Some mm. you know um, he obviously influenced a lot of people because I've seen some huge names come out uh, and yeah. um, you know today to mourn him. And um, yeah. and I, I certainly admire what he achieved, and um, you know his his work ethic. Yeah. But I, did, did he make it, it, me laugh? He didn't particularly make me laugh. No, not. He was really. popular
14: when the Beatles started. Yeah, wasn't, he did, wasn't he, he in that did that era. He
2: did stuff with the Beatles. Yeah.
3: My grandparents loved him as a singer.
2: Yeah, yeah, our big hits. Hmm.
3: Third biggest hit I, of I, the sixties was. I, you've I, asked us a question, Nigel,
2: so we're going to answer it. Third, yeah. third. I think he had the third biggest selling single of the sixties, didn't he? I've got tears?
14: his latest out, al- uh, his album from the seventies here. Yes, but his greatest hit, well, twenty golden great the Ken Dodd. Yes, and uh, I was going like to sing tears for you uh, as a tribute.
2: To that Ken uh, Dodd. would be what a lot of people are, are shedding yeah. this evening, uh, yeah. and they will be certainly while you're singing. That's a joke. Uh, it's a I friendly was, joke.
14: He did bring a tear to my eye last night when I heard it. Um, Your heard eye. A tear to my eye, you know.
2: Yeah, Your eye? Mm.
5: OK. Yeah. J- just
3: the I one mean, eye?
14: But we all get old, don't we, Ian? Yeah, just one eye. If you're lucky.
2: <laughs> just one eye. Aye, aye.
14: Aye, aye. It's a shame, but we all get old, don't we, Ian? No. I mean, I, I don't know if I'll be around at 90. I mean, uh. I've got a long way to go. Yeah well let's hear um, let's see the let's see hmm. the tribute Nigel i'm gonna let him sing so I'll let you hear what he sounded like. I'll just sing some of it I'll okay. let you hear most of him as well. I'll join him sort of like a join-in karaoke thing okay so here, fine. join yeah, here we go. There it's we only go. about a two minute song, yeah, beautiful um, here we go. I hope everyone enjoys it uh, this is tears.
2: You're listening to
4: 1993.
2: It's not really the greatest quality. Nope. I
4: really just can't my holy constellation, but to command a broken heart I must confess death <laughs> yes, and forget the tears for regret one you hear so
2: that is fantastic, Nigel. What a perfect tribute. No.
4: No. Okay. Trying to be nice to the you listeners to there. <laughs> but tears can't mend a broken heart? I must confess. Let's forgive and forget. And a tear of regret. Once more tears of happiness. Let's forgive and forget. Tears of regret Once more to tears for happiness oh that's
2: good comedy fair for me well
4: done nigel that was happiness. very
2: well done nigel that was very very long i think one could say that that was that was very powerful nigel
14: did, did you get all that? Oh, uh, we did, got all. Uh, every yes. single bit. Yes.
2: Every single second did, of that. What
14: did you think? I sang it all right, didn't I? Um,
2: <laughs> I thought Ken sang it better.
14: No, but yeah. I have never sung that before and I didn't know the words, so it was pretty
2: difficult. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. Okay. Well, thanks, Nigel. It wasn't too bad, though, was it? Well, Ken was sang it think? better.
14: Well, oh, I know, because he, 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 he sung it lots more than <laughs> <laughs> me. Well, you I got quite a strong voice, haven't I, for things like. Well, that Ken, sort of
2: Ken, Ken sang it better.
14: Yeah, okay. Thanks Thanks for calling. Yeah, no, of course he did.
2: Of course he did. He yeah. was the champion.
14: Okay, he was the um, champion. Yeah, okay. Um, what else shall we talk
2: about? <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, nothing. Uh, let's have. Here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. Beatles, uh,
12: to what extent do they attribute their success to their hairstyles? And we'll start by asking that question now of Mr. Ken Dodd. Uh, with the hairstyle? Well, I think it uh, has a big deal, a uh, great deal to do with my, uh, with me what? Success. Your yeah, hairstyle. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I think so, yes. I like to keep it in trim. You know, I eat a lot of shredded wheat because it's good for her. And, uh, I have it cut <laughs> twice a year whether I need it or not. Short back and sides and a bit off the shoulders. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, I think oh, well, so. What do you feel about the boys? I think there's a, rem- a wonderful style, actually, because they're different than me, because with them being Martians, uh, they...
4: <laughs> <laughs>
12: <laughs> a professor of archaeology at Nottingham University uh, <laughs> discovered some tablets which say <laughs> that the Beatles are definitely Martians. Grundy's their leader. <laughs> oh, just, uh, how, how long have you known this, Ken? Bill Grundy? Well, I've known he was out of this world for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> Martians. And as Martians, I think it's a very good, uh, it's a very good hairstyle. <laughs> I, I very much, I'd like one of those myself. Did, Do but, you think that, they, that their hairstyles are the things that caught on, uh, Ken? Do you think that's why they're so successful? Oh, no, no, no. I think, I think these boys have a very nice gimmick talent. And, uh, <laughs> no, I think it would have gone without, without, with or without hairstyles. Who actually designed it, boys? Is it uh, uh, Camel well, Laird? Israeli. She's Israeli? She's Israeli. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was done by Camel Laird, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have mine done there, you know, to get the scaffolding up once a year and uh etcetera, <laughs> <laughs> Et cetera,
2: et cetera, et cetera. Um, Let's go to Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening,
15: Ian. How are you, man? Good, thank you, Gavin. Hello, Catherine, how are you?
3: I'm all right, too. Um,
15: on Periscope, Angels Piano's on, so hello, Angels. Get a room, you two. No, she just, um, she's too shy to phone in. Oh, well, OK. Yeah, so I mentioned you. Okay. Um, yeah, Ian, you like, um, retro consoles, yeah?
2: I, d- I do like retro consoles, yes.
15: Beautiful. How familiar are you with Mega Drive games?
2: Um, so-so.
15: Yeah? What's your favourite one, man?
2: Um... Uh Alex Kid in Miracle World.
15: No, that's a, a Sega um master system game.
2: That's how familiar I am with Mega Drive.
15: <laughs> <laughs> well this ain't gonna end well. How about um a Nintendo sixty four? Yep. What's your favourite on that?
2: What <laughs> Is this, is this another guy, is this another journalist pretending to be a caller so they can get a story on me? Well, I was just reading um, uh, the latest issue of Retro Gamer that has a wonderful spread on one of the greatest games of all time, GoldenEye.
15: Yeah, agreed. But the other greatest game of all time this is this Gunstar Heroes.
2: It. Gavin, Gavin basically wanted to tell me what he thought the greatest game was. So no, I didn't. I wanted your opinion, man. Okay, well, go on then. What, what, is, what is what is what is in your opinion is the greatest game on the N64?
15: No, on the Mega Drive.
2: Okay, we're back to the Mega Drive. Okay.
15: Yeah, Gunstar Heroes.
2: Okay, I don't know that game.
15: No, it's a very niche game on the N64. Yeah, it's um, either that or Mario Tennis.
2: Um, Mario Tennis, are you yeah, nuts? Yeah, we need to
15: be little Waluigi. Wow
2: well, jeez, man, there are, there are like a million games that are better than Mario Tennis. All right, name two. All right, GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, there's two. Oh, we've already said GoldenEye's the top dog. Right, okay, so I've got to name two more. Yeah, two
15: better than Mario Tennis. Um, um, all right, Perfect Dark. No Pony Gold game. Sorry? No, it's a pony one-person shooter. GoldenEye's better. No, I know GoldenEye... I've said GoldenEye's... Hang on a minute. Yeah, I thought I had to, I had to name one that... that's worse than GoldenEye.
2: No, you told me to name a game that was better than Mario Tennis.
3: But you yeah, weren't well, you allowed to say GoldenEye. That GoldenEye.
2: That's like your ace card. Yeah, but... no, hang on a minute. The, hang... <laughs> this, this game doesn't make any sense. So no, you've
15: said, said name, name a... a game that's better than Mario Tennis, and you give it, um... I said, and I, I
2: yeah, which is better than Mario Tennis. And you said, no, you can't have that. Goldeneye. No,
15: because Gold, I've said Goldeneye is the best. Yeah, that's like the, um, the height of games.
2: Yeah, but you didn't ask me to name a game that was better than Goldeneye. You asked me to name a game that was better than Mario Tennis. And I did. Which it isn't. Well, no, no, no. Now you're changing well your story. As well as Mario
15: Kart. Sorry? Mario Kart.
2: What's about Mario Kart.
15: Is that better than Mario
2: Tennis? I'm not even prepared to to get into that section of the conversation until we've established (laughs) the the groundwork. All right, let's... You said name a game. You said name a game that's better than Mario Tennis. I named yeah. one that was better. Perfect Dark It's a pretty damn near spot-on classic. It's it, it, many would argue it's better than GoldenEye. I don't know if I necessarily would, but many would. Right? It's the, it's the unofficial sequel to GoldenEye, of course. But then you knew that because really? you know everything. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that, man. Right. So I, I have I have named that game as being significantly better than Mario Tennis. And you said, no, you can't have that because it's not better than GoldenEye. No, well, because, yeah. No, no, uh, no but no. Oh,
15: no, I, my premise was wrong.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. So within, the, within the parameters that you set down, my answer is not only valid, it's correct.
15: And then yeah, you've you changed have,
2: uh, the parameters.
15: Yeah, all right. What's a better two-player game, then, than Mario Tennis?
2: Right, OK, so...
15: I'm y- resetting the rules here.
2: i tell you what, I can't remember exactly what it was called, and it, just just bear with me. It yeah, man. Was um, it was a racing game based? Mario Kart. No. All right, man. It was a. Ra- I'm not prepared to even enter the Mario Kart conversation until later. Um, it was a. Oh, ra- was I- Please. Yeah, it's a brilliant game, man. It was a racing game based right. on. Please be quiet. It was a <laughs> racing game that was based on the um, first. N- the new Star Wars movie, the first one, where it's Anakin Skywalker, and it's you're racing in the desert on those bug on those um, those things. Yeah,
15: the sand surfers.
2: Yeah, it's a long, boring scene in the film. Yeah, flow, I know what you mean, man. But I tell you what, it's a flipping yes, very, you, very you, exciting game. It's a great game,
15: great yeah. game. So, all right, we've agreed that the two player games is that and Mario Tennis. But you still no 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 no, 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 no. No, I'm well, no, just trying to be mellow with you, man. We no, agreed well,
2: no, on a team Well, player. Then don't say we've agreed because we haven't agreed. No, I've just agreed with you. No, you haven't. I have. I'm you... just saying I've agreed with you. No, yeah. Well, you've agreed with me, but then you said yeah. something that I didn't agree with. No, but I've agreed with you. No, you've... but you, you said we both agree... Yeah. That, um, you agree that that game's the best two-player, and I've agreed with you. No, but then you said we both agreed that that and Mario Tennis are good, and I don't no, agree I with, you with you about George Mario Tennis. Tennis.
15: Now I agree with your choice of game. It's better I than Mario Tennis. Sorry? You you agree? But it is the well, 90s that again. I agree your choice of game was superior to mine.
2: Perfect. OK, let's move on. Round
15: ten. Yeah, so now we've got to go to single-player game.
2: Well, Goldeneye.
15: Yeah, so we both agree on that. OK. I think that's pretty much it, mate. Right? Thanks for calling.
0: Across the UK, online and on DAB.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: 03444991000 is the phone number. If you've just tuned in. Oh, where was it? Oh, I've forgotten the lady's name. Bear with me because this. Um, I don't normally do this, but. Um, um, oh, hang on. Hang on. It be well anyway. It won't be worth it for you, but it'll be worth it for her. It'll be worth it for me. Oh, where is she? You know the lady that came um, to the rabbit hole on Saturday in Brighton. and She came because she'd heard. She seen me on the jungle. Yes, and she said some, some very nice things. She did. Um, and I don't think she knew that I did. We did a radio show, and she's listening tonight for the first time. And I want to. Oh, Dion, Dion. Um, loving the show, Ian. First time for me tonight. And um, uh, she's... Um, d- d- so thank you, Dion. That was very, very nice. And um, it was nice to see you there too. 344 um, 4991000 So on Sunday, I took the family to one of these I Fly centres. You you put me onto this, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. This well, was you your looking, suggestion. You were
3: looking for sort of an experience day, weren't you, yeah. for the kids?
2: This was for a while ago. And it was all booked up. And we finally got a date. So we had, we had this date in the diary for a while. Yeah,
3: because we established that your kids don't really need any more stuff. No. It's more about time spent, right?
2: So we went to, So these iFly things, they're all over the country. There's one in Milton Keynes. We went to the one in Basingstoke. And it's basically... It's, it's, you stand in, like, a giant wind turbine and you fly. It blows you upwards. Um, uh, right. And it, I'll be honest, it costs a few quid, right? It's, it's pricey.
3: Yeah, but you only do it once.
2: Yeah, and you don't get that long in there. But, but, as experiences go, it was nuts. So you go into this giant circle, right? So you've got got the flight suits on and the earplugs and the helmets and the goggles, right? And there's about eight of you. And you have a, a guide, a trainer. And you go into this giant circle that's got to be, like... Um, I'm going to say, 20 foot in diameter,
3: right?
2: And you're standing on this sort of metal mesh.
3: A grill, yeah. Yeah,
2: and, and about 20 feet below you is the fan, right? And it goes up about 30, 40 feet, right? And you, you, the, the fan, they control the fan depending on your weight, and for me it was going about 110 miles per hour. For my eldest, it was about 76. And my youngest was going to do it, and then he got really upset and scared and didn't do it. And, of course, he's watching us, and he got really upset because he wanted to do it. So we will go back, right? And you go in. And because the dude is standing on the floor, he doesn't fly, right? But what you have to do is you have to just go into the room. You go in one at a time. So so it's just you and the the trainer. Have you done this, Sam? Oh, man. You've got to put your arms in front of you. It's like you're diving into the water, and you've just got to fall forward into the room. And then... Flipping on, man. You're flying, right? And Because it's so noisy. They use sign language to tell you to straighten your legs or to breathe. Because once you're in there, it's such a rush of air. And it's so confusing. It was confusing, right, to be flying um, that you kind of start holding your breath. And so it gives a little sign for you to breathe and relax and to bend your legs and straighten your legs and all of this stuff, right? Um, and so you, you, you go in and you're flying. And he's kind of got—he's kind of holding on to you and moving you around. Then he lets you go a bit, and all of this stuff. And it's really tricky. You got to keep your legs sort of straight and spread a bit. Then you have got to bend them a little bit, um, and you do that, and you come out. And then my my eldest went in, and oh, you get a video of it as well, right? I'll I'll um, I'll put some of my video online. And bless him, his little legs were all over the place. But what about 30, 30, 40 seconds into it, he, he got it. And his face, I mean, you just, it's green. you keep your head up as well. And just, he's, he was loving it. And he did a little rollover and stuff like that. So you do that. And then the, the other people went in. And there was a party of six, and me and my boy. So they go and do it one at a time. And you all kind of, you know, as you come out, it, you do feel like you've achieved something. You come out, everyone's getting a round of applause. And well done, well done, man. That was great. And then for the second one, once you've done the first one, for the second one, he gives you the option to go high. Tragic comic goes high at the weekend. You want that one, Daily Mirror? And um, I gave him the thumbs up because I was showing off to my kid. Right. Showing off, I said I'd do this. Gave him the thumbs up. So you go in, and you're, getting, you're, you're flying, right? and he straightens you up a little a bit. Straightens you up a little bit, um, and then he kind of gives you the thumbs up. Make sure you're right. Thumbs up, and then he grabs you. I'll show you the video of it, sir. He grabs you, whoosh! So you're up 40 feet in the air, and you're spinning around, and it's like, flipping it! And then you come back down, and you come back down really quickly, but you can't see the grill there, so it looks like you're 100 feet up in the air. And then you come back down, and the, sim- the sign language for, I think I've had enough, is two thumbs down, right? And he's grabbing my legs, I think, on body. And I put my thumbs down, because I hated it. He didn't see it, and we went back up again! And you've seen the video. Whoosh!
4: Really It's
2: none of that Willy Wonka stuff, where it, they go up quite slow. Slowly, whoosh! You just suddenly disappear out of the shot. We were forty feet up in the air, and I was shitting myself, if I'm completely honest. And we can—you're spinning around, and you come, and it's so noisy. And I came down, and he said, "Do you want to go up again?" He went up again, and I went,
4: Mm-mm, "I'm done."
2: Um, and I did it, and it was a thrill. And I said to my eldest, "I said, do you fancy it?" He said, oh. I said, listen, there's no pressure. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to do it, we'll come back another time. And he went, I don't quite feel I'm up to going up that high now. Some of the kids, though, we we, we watched the group, two groups before us, and there were kids, you know, six, seven, eight, straight up the, the top. The guy's
3: holding on to them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, time. yeah. The,
2: guy's, the guy, well, he holds on to the kids. Um, and then sometimes he lets go a bit, and when they start, and he sort of pulls them back down. But when the, the kids were doing the same thing I did and spinning up with the oh instructor, my. Um, um, and my my eldest did it; he's only eight, and um, he did. He didn't go all the way up, but um, I mean, just we, we both had these ridiculous grins on my face. I did post some of the video online, and some of you were able to read my uh, read my lips, which is basically <laughs> going. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was. It was. It um, was. I tell you what, I tell you what, it really hurt. I was wearing boots as well, because I didn't think of putting trainers on. Everyone else is wearing trainers, so I'm wearing my boots. I noticed that. Um, and um, it really hurt my peanuts, <laughs> because you've got 115 miles per hour blasting at your testicles. And I'm going to be honest, it sounds like it's fun. It's not. I came out with a real ball ache. <laughs> it was literally a ball ache doing it. But a man of listen, it is expensive, um...
3: You vacuum packed your privates. <laughs> <laughs>
2: never been so clean um, it, 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 it's expensive but honestly uh, it, it it was um it's certainly worth having a go. I think other companies might do it as well and and they they what was great was they the guides are all like young young people, but they really made the kids feel special because for the kids it's like an you know it's a big thing it was a big thing for me but the the guy we had oh what was his name not Lance. anyway maybe it was last. I can't remember, but um, he was brilliant, and he was great with my eldest, and he saw that my youngest came in for, you watch a training video, and then he went out and sat with his mum, and he said, do you want me to go and have a word with him? I said, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. I said, I think he's made his mind up, and he went and sat with him for five minutes, and it was, it was wonderful, and they really make the ki- you know, make the kids feel special, and, but man alive, Catherine. I'd love to see you doing it.
3: Oh, I'd love to have a go. I'd love
2: to see you doing it. It's the it's, <laughs> it is the funniest. Have you thing. seen
3: on YouTube? They have like championships yeah. of it, and people dance and they're sort yeah. of like running around the outside yeah. of the um, walls and stuff. It's well, amazing. then the, the
2: two instructors then went and did a little display for us. And also, before we went in, there was a four-person skydiving group in there rehearsing their routine, and it was amazing. The four people doing this routine and this thing—it was incredible. Um, go and look at, on YouTube. Uh, and there's loads of different companies, I think, that do it. Um, and, and uh, you know, the, 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 some of the dancers on YouTube doing it are just... Incredible. Um, just a, 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 amazing. Um, it's going to be tough t- to find out what the next experience is going to be. You know, I was saying that. We went bowling afterwards. There was a bowling alley next door. And we went bowling. And the kids loved a bit of bowling. And then we, in the bowling alley... I was deep under, under enemy lines there. Everyone was recognising me. It was... Uh, yeah. We ordered, um, I've shown off a bit. So I ordered, you could get like a, an ice cream for £9, right? And it oh, was grief. ice cream and cake and whipped cream and all of that, right? But all of like, their ice creams are like four or five quid for a single thing. I thought, a nine quid ice cream, it's not going to be that. Bloody hell, it was huge. It was huge. It was like the ice cream that Napoleon eats in Bill and
3: Ted's. <laughs> oh, right. It was, am- it was huge
2: and it came out. I looked at it and I thought, I'm trying to lose weight. And, and my youngest went, oh, I don't fancy it, I feel sick. But it was incredible. They
3: ring a bell when you finished it.
2: <laughs> we didn't finish it. We didn't <laughs> finish it. Um, but um, anyway, 0344-499-1000 is the... Uh, I, I tell you what, though, it's my, I, I never want to jump out of an aeroplane. I, I,
3: I, I you never,
2: don't need to, no. No, I don't need to. I never want to jump out of an aeroplane. 0344-499-1000. Brian and Ian and Matt, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. <laughs>
0: The radio show for people who know the best
1: part of the day is the night. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: All right, let's crack on with the phone calls. Let's go to Brian. Good evening, Brian. Good evening. I've sorry not to talk about the Mega Drive, but I want an ice cream now. Oh, you know, and I want I an mean, ice cream. Man alive! It was it was when it when it came. I just went, oh my god! Are we, we, we did we hardly touched touched it at all? It was massive. It was, and I'm trying no, to no lose brain brain, weight, freeze. Brian. <laughs> No brain freeze. No, no. well, there are plenty of brain freeze. I remember once I had the most delicious milkshake I'd ever had, and I had eight brain freezes whilst I was drinking it, because Whoa. it was so delicious that as soon as the brain freeze went, I just had to slurp it really hard and fast <laughs> again. Or oh, wormesses! Um, and I had eight brain freezes. It was incredible. What a milkshake.
15: Wow. So,
6: going back to the Mega Drive then. Yes, yes. That, that chat from a couple of phone calls ago, what a terrible console that really was. I, I, I'm not surprised you're not very familiar with it. Terrible console.
5: Um, I don't... Well,
2: no, I'm trying to... I'm trying I, I'm getting confused. Hang on a Let me look at uh, what a Mega Drive was. Hang on a second. Hmm. Because yeah. our, um... No! Shut up, man. The Mega Drive was
6: fine. Well, uh, uh, one anecdote. Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo. Yes. yeah. That's the perfect version. They get the Mega Drive version. It can't eat the speech on its well, I know, of so, it man, it. It... But they were not, man. Were...
2: Hang on a minute. You can buy a Sega Mega Drive <laughs> with 85 built-in games?
6: Well, probably, it's... yeah. It's, it's probably Castle of Illusion 60 times or something. No, shut up, man. Hang on a minute.
2: Say... Sorry. All the Sonic series, 85 games, Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3, Virtua Fighter, Alter Beast, Fantasy Star... Wow. Anyway, I don't stop looking at stuff. You don't need any more stuff. I don't need any more stuff. I'm trying to have less no, don't,
6: stuff. Don't buy anything. yeah so it, it was just an anecdote, really. I mean, it, it can't even do Street Fighter two. Mega Drive. It. It listen, but me I grew of.
2: up. I grew up on um, uh, on the BBC Micro. So the Sega nothing, Mega Drive yeah. was like being an arcade. Well, oh, I tell you, what I am <laughs> getting one of those. They're, they're bringing out a Commodore sixty four Mini.
8: Yes, I've got, I'm on the Kickstarter.
2: Yeah, it's on the Kickstarter thing, isn't it? I, yeah, have right. I've kind of got my eye on that. I've got my eye on it. Very
6: good. I'll tell you what I'm a sucker for. The PC Engine, do you remember that one?
2: That would God, man! Now we're now we're getting proper. Uh, we're getting proper. Yeah, but I don't want to turn
6: it into a computer game show. <laughs> pro- well, you know,
2: um, you can uh, yeah, have a look at that, Kath. Read those words. Read those words. Yeah, oh. There we go. Um, you, you, what what I've got now is I've got and I, I mate, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've got one of these retro Pi computers.
15: Yeah, they're great. That's
2: yeah. loaded up with PC Engine, Arcade, Main, that's right. um, NES, Mega Drive, C sixty four, Spectrum. Um, it's, it's got all of it on there.
6: Well, I've got I've got a raspberry Pi, and what I've done, I've whacked a massive heat sink on it, and it, it just runs all day.
2: There we go, you see. Brian, we're anyway, getting, we're getting, uh, anyway, we're getting um, too geeky. Anyway, we're getting too geeky, Thank you for calling, brother. Nice to speak to you. Speak again soon. That's all right. I'm off for a chuck ice. Do it. Chuck ice.
5: Dave, chuck ice. Oh. Chuck ice? Hello, Dave. Listen, I called in. I was dead enthusiastic. Another new caller.
6: Brian was a first
2: time caller. Dave's a first time caller. This is brilliant. But
6: I feel really bad, because he sounded like he was from the Midlands, like myself. And you just can't have two Midlands people on the phone, on the truck. Oh. It's against all the principles Would, would you like us to put a... Uh, uh, that have been upheld sorry? since the 1940s. Uh, Cannot have two callers from the Midlands. First-time caller. I've waited for months. I've been desperate to speak to you, followed your career for a long, long time. But I'm just going to have to cut myself off. I'm sorry. Dave, you
2: don't, Dave, I Don't you don't... There's only for you. He's gone. What was that all about?
3: Too much Midlands, isn't it?
2: Well, let's try Matt. Let's see if Matt's a nut job.
3: Good evening, Matt. Good evening, good
2: evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Okay, yes, he is. First <laughs> time caller, long time listener. Well done. Is, yeah, the correct, the correct <laughs> phrase is long time listener, first time caller, but uh, we'll sorry, let you I'm off because gonna... you're nervous. No. What you got for us tonight, Matt?
10: I was just calling in about um, celebrities who've been dicks.
2: Yeah. Okay.
10: Great. Love it. Um, I don't know if it counts as a celebrity, but when I was about fifteen or sixteen, Princess Anne came to mm. the school I was at to open a new dining hall. What? And the whole school had to stand outside in spring. But it was freezing cold, yeah. and she landed in a helicopter. What? We'd all been sort of lined up. Um. To kind of greet her and wave and jack flags and stuff, she got straight into a Land Rover that was by the helicopter and drove to the dining hall. Went in. She was in there for an hour. And we had to wait for an hour for her to come back out again to wave and scream and shout and all that sort of stuff. And um, she got straight back in a Land Rover, back, straight back to the helicopter, and got back in and buggered off.
2: Right, hang on a minute. What school did you go to? Was it Eton or something? No,
10: no, no. And it was uh, it was a very third-rate um, public school I went to because I got a scholarship.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. So she came and opened the school. She didn't come and even like. She,
10: she didn't say hello to anybody. She, she she was greeted by the headmaster and I think the the school prefect or the head of school. Or so who
2: who was the in the dining hall then? Were any pupils in the dining hall?
10: No, there was. um, um School governors and staff and. Is oh, that awful? All the, the suck ups. And and Yeah. Yeah. Basically, so we stood in the freezing cold and fro- froze our badges off. For, about an hour and 20 minutes, just um, for no, no reason at all. The only cool thing was that the Land Rover was provided by some local RNF regiment, and it had six wheels.
5: What? This is, yeah. it, just when you yeah. think this story
2: couldn't get any more insane, you're now introducing yeah. six-wheeled Land Rovers into
5: the mix? Crazy, crazy times.
2: How many wheels? I was r- t- was really it just redundant. the front two wheels that turned, or did the, like, the, the second two turn as well? No, I think it was
10: the first fun because it had four, four wheels at the back and two at the front. Okay, okay, okay. Wowzers. I don't know why because it wasn't like she was on manoeuvres with the, um, the Royal Marines or anything, but that was the one that she, she drove in. So we
2: were excited to see that as little. And little you weren't voice, allowed but, in or, to warm up while she no. was in there. You had to stand no. up there and freeze. Well, I think the, 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 the idea
10: was that she was going to spend not a lot of time inside the actual building itself and then was going to come out and press the but, flesh.
2: And but just, it was quite and cold freeze. and she didn't want to hang out. Well, presumably, yeah. I mean, she probably had the right idea,
10: fair play to her, but it was a bit disappointing for the 400 or so of us that were there standing outside with our tiny little pretubescent matchbags freezing
2: okay. off. OK, but stop talking about children's genitals, if you wouldn't be so confident. Thank you very much indeed, my second reference. Um, God, blimey, isn't it, though?
3: Mm. Well, I'd like to be fair to Princess Royal, who does a lot Ooh. of good work for charity. It's probably her people that screwed up there. Is
2: she... She's the Queen's daughter. She's yes. Prince Charles's sister. Yes. And he's got one sister? yes. And uh, two brothers.
3: Yes, she was the second, second okay. one out.
2: Oh, so okay. So she's bitter, probably bitter. I, I can understand that. I can sympathise with that. Good evening, Ian. All right, oh. that's going to be well done for the Midlands now. Libby, big in the Midlands.
8: <laughs> right. life. What you got for us, Ian? Oh, which is to good? You know how you play some of these like crazy songs and get up, you know, before adverts and stuff all stuck on the news. Yes. Would you like? Could you like share them on like a Spotify or something? Oh well, um, I like y- um Ian Lee's like playlist. Port-
5: port- port. Yeah, I could do. But
2: you can't be <laughs> well, no, So I know that some people do. I know if you go to the Talk Radio Radio listeners webpage, someone up there occasionally, you know, does a list of all the songs that we've played. Yeah, um, I'm on Spotify, but I've got a free like the the like the the free account that you get i've not all right. i've not i'm not paying i'm not paying to not own music um and so i don't think i can do a playlist can i if i if i'm on there for free yeah yeah but and what would be i'm all right i'm going to ask a mercenary question here ian okay what would be my benefit of doing that
8: um, sharing like your musical yeah. knowledge, I suppose so. Because look, like look, half the stuff you play, like I've never heard of. I think bloody, know, that's like a, oh, that sounds like all that right, sort like you know what I mean. I've got
2: an excellent taste in music. There's no, there's no a uh...
8: weird one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some of the stuff's like crazy. Other stuff's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, never heard of.
2: Um, I'll, well, I I'll tell you what, I'll 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 do it. I'll do a Twitter poll to see okay, if people okay. would be interested in it, Ian and if if um. <laughs> If the people, if the people will it, then so shall it be.
8: Well, I did ask on like YouTube on there because I'm like um, I'm Spuddy on YouTube. You I mean, oh. like a couple of, a couple of them said so, yeah, good idea. Well, yeah, screw
2: those losers. Hang on, who, <laughs> I want to see a post from you on YouTube. Hang on, is there any posts from you tonight? Hang on, on. I'll put one You post one, buddy. Yeah, I'll put one on. There we go. There he is. Yes, yeah, buddy. Right, Spuddy, I'm giving you a time out, mate. Yeah, just
5: just, <laughs> just just to
2: just to just to teach you a lesson, all right? Just to show you who's boss here. You've got a timeout. You've got three hundred seconds to think about your behaviour. Okay.
8: <laughs> I want to tell you as well. Um, yes. I rang in a couple of weeks ago. Tell you like I was one of those who like not to webs. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I've actually started giving out now. Hang on, you found out yeah. and said what? I said I couldn't. I, I was like, um, I suffer like with depression and yeah. anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was on like the trauma dog. Mm. Oh, and you couldn't go out. Yeah. Like, like when I lost the baby and everything, all me head went all. Yeah, yeah, of course. Up and I, stuff. I, Hang on. Are you saying? Have you turned this frown upside down?
2: Have you started going yep. out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well Good done, lad. man. That's brilliant.
8: That's brilliant. I've just like first I started like going down the garden, like. Yeah. Then, then I thought I sod um, I'm going to go down the street. So I took one of the dogs down the street. Here we go. And, like, next week, what I want to try and do, what I really want to do, probably sound soft, but I want to get down my local canal, yeah. get me off fishing right there, dip it oh. in the water, like, you know what I mean? Here we go. Were
2: well, you the big lad? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got I know exactly. Oh, mate, that's brilliant news. I'm really, really chuffed for you. And I tell you what, doing something like fishing, uh, where it's, it's, you know, it's a meditative, peaceful thing, man, that will do your head the world of good.
8: Well, that's all I'm asking, yeah. Oh mate, I'm really pleased. Thank Looks you for like letting I'm me know on that. On, um, I'm on my diet as well. Started yep. losing the pounds pretty fast now. Here we go. Here we go. So, I'm well, getting there.
2: Well done, man. Good. Good. I'm really pleased for yeah. you. And, and um, okay. give us an update anytime you fancy.
8: Yeah, well done. Thanks, nice on, mate. Touch Thanks. Thanks.
2: I, I still don't feel bad for timing him out though.
3: Well, he's got to learn, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got to
2: learn. He's got to learn that um, that, that not backs and everything. Oh, I'm really chuffed, you mate. That's well so done. Good. Thank you. Jerry, stay there. We'll come to you after the news. Oh three, four four. Four nine nine one thousand is a terrible number. If you, uh, terrible number? Sorry, I am read the word terrible. I didn't even read the word terrible. Where have I got terrible from? There's a Freudian clip. Slip. Slip. Um, 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, my name is Ian Lee. Her name is Catherine Boyle. This is The Late Night Alternative, and it's here weeknights from 10, only on Talk Radio. Across the
0: UK, online
1: and on DAV. Take a far-out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: Okay, I have to say it, that newsreader, however excellent he is at his job, and he is excellent. He always adds um, an uh to the end of words. Um, uh, he was driving a car uh, down the street uh, when he was uh, knocked over by a police officer. Uh, well, you can't say police officer. There's, uh, you know, I don't want to nitpick, but there's a lot of uh at the end of... uh it does, doesn't yeah. oh, he? He's great at his job. I'm not looking at that, but it's a very strange um, uh, turn of He's
3: trying to be preciser.
2: preciser. And and he's being the opposite. 0344 499 1000. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Weeknights from 10. Lots of ways you can listen on DAB. You can download the app or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. You can listen to old shows there or you can go and listen to and watch the old shows on youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Tomorrow, uh, you want to be listening and you probably want to be watching as well because... Um, we have got um, Chris Difford coming in. My mind went blank for a second. I thought, who have we got? Who have we got coming in? We got Chris Difford um, from Squeeze coming in from Squeeze. Chris <laughs> Difford from Squeeze is coming in, um, and he's bringing his guitar. Um, he's coming in for the first hour of the show, and he's going to talk about his book, talk about his tour, and he's going to sing some songs. He's going to sing some. He's going to sit there playing his guitar, singing Squeeze songs. It's incredible. Um, so you definitely want to watch the show if you can. youtube.com slash rabbit hole. Uh, if you can't watch it, you, 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 li, certainly listen to it because it's going to be great. Wednesday we got Gail Porter, a uh, Gail Laporta coming <laughs> we in. We have, um, uh, which is which is great. Again, another reason to watch it and listen. And also, do you remember a couple of weeks ago we had Stephen Page on, and um, he from Bare Naked Lady, formerly of the Bare Naked Ladies. Well, um, and he said um, that he wasn't against them playing together. Bare Naked Ladies playing together. March twenty fifth in Canada. They're playing. I've I've looked at the possibility of going, but I'm working on Monday morning, so I can't. The twenty sixth, I can't. I, and I'm going to America to see the Monkeys. And I, really, trust me, I can't afford it. But um, uh, yeah, they're going to play the Stephen Page with Bare Naked Ladies, and. Um, Andy Cregan, I think his name, who, who, who is, was in, like, the Ecker ladies years and years ago, like, and left quite early on, he's going to be in it as well. So it's going to be an amazing show. Amazing. Um, and, you know, if it all goes well, this is going to be the start of a reunion. They'll do a reunion tour and then fall out. I don't know. Um, and I emailed, listen to me, I emailed Ed Robertson and Stephen Page separately and said, oh, guys, as a fan, it's brilliant news. I hope you have fun. Ed emailed back saying, don't forget, him. we're going to be playing... Um, in london in april do, do, do you and your boys want to come and see us and, and come to the sound check as well if you want and won't well, we have to go to the sound because they'll be at school but i'm thinking this, i mean this, i wasn't angling for freebies but oh yes yeah, sir if you're gonna if you're gonna offer me and the boys tickets then we are gonna come and we are gonna see you um so yeah baneggy ladies but in april probably without stephen page i would imagine um but um expect expect a big tour later in the that's all I'm going to say. I've not heard anything, but that's all I'm going to say. 03444991000.
11: Give us a call about anything. Let's go to Jerry first. Good evening, Jerry. The Indians send signals from the rocks around the fast. The cowboys are positioned in the bushes and the grass. There is is a couple. She's tied against a tree. She doesn't mind the language. She's a bit into the need. She's a little on the and they're all asleep. He wakes in the morning, spanked feathers in his head and arrows in his act. And David Crockett running around saying, it's cool for cats, it's cool for cats. Squeezed. I don't think someone's on that one, isn't No, I
2: was, I, I was... Wait, I was... I was thought you were going to do the whole thing. I'll do. Is
11: that... that? when you're doing 90, because yeah, no, he's got right? you no... Know, they've got a gang of villains down the street. They can't see all the powers. And the ankles to come again. And they're out to wondrous and the numbers and their names. It's funny how all the messages are the same. Meanwhile, at the station, there's a bunch of lads. He says, "How's your mother? Like how's your father?" And they say, "Cool for cats, cool for cats." Cool, cool for cats. cats. Cool. Just changing the mood a little. Oh, I've been down the pub. Uh-huh. Jack Jagu- never got scored on the screen. Yeah. I, let's I, let's, li- let's leave it there.
2: Yeah,
11: yeah. just good I fancy this. I that. I want to bit flash. Yeah. I spend a little muscle and I spend a little cash, but I guess. Bitter and a nasty little rash. Bad time is him sober and it gets more than bad. Everybody tells me it's cool for cats. Cool for oh, cats. cats. Check up at the tissue and he just on the pole. Please. I ask lots of questions. Hangs it on the wall. No, I know, but kissing in the face. I'm
2: bored of it now. <laughs> yeah, we, we were <laughs> bored about three minutes ago. You pudding. I wasn't.
3: I was enjoying it thoroughly. I,
11: wasn't uh, it thoroughly. I mean, when we sorted a thing. Yes? My benefits.
3: Oh, good. Your money's hey.
11: money coming in. don't know where it's coming from.
2: Hey! The drinks are on Jerry! Literally, if he's holding them. <laughs> little Parkinson's joke there, guys. I think we can get away with that, can't we?
11: Yeah, politically, I don't get away Exactly. Thank you
2: very much indeed. It's what Any jokes, it's a wanted? joke. Uh, oh, good. Well, that, that's all sorted out, because that was a worry,
11: wasn't it? You weren't getting your money. No, I was getting, I was just getting to somebody so in that solid bottom down the road. Well go away with it, I didn't have oh, oh, to I found God. a good singer. He's dead, but he's good. You hang on a minute, who what? I found a good singer, I found a good, I found this good new artist. Oh yeah, go on who? It's it's What? Oh, God. <laughs> Chris Canal. Chris Canal? Chris Canal or something. Chris Canal or oh,
2: something.
5: Chris, Chris uh, Can- what canal Chris in... Canal. Chris Can I don't
11: know he's in sat.
5: Chris Kinnell? <laughs> no. He, he was in that band, Black
2: Hole, Son. Well, and she, oh, Audio Slave. Yeah. No. no, that wasn't Audio Slave, was it? The audio he's, no. He's, he's, he's oh, Chris Cornell, he, he died recently.
11: Oh, yeah, he beat about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's so
2: disgusting. I had the audio, first Audio Slave album, it's not really mine. It's acoustic stuff, wasn't it? Like, I don't know. No, trust me, it's really good. I've got enough. I've got enough. As I've said before, I've got enough singers. I've got enough bands now. I'm very, I'm very, very <laughs> happy with what I've got. I'm and I'm working my way through the Bob Dylan back catalogue, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just having a great
11: time enjoying Bob Dylan. Bob, Bob Dylan, the uh, troubling World, please. Yes, he was. Well, be Yeah. Hi. There. We just sort of you know about you about the money. All right. Bye. Bye.
2: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, someone already do, Ray does a, a, a playlist already, so there's no point in me doing it.
3: You Trying to get out of work. I, I mean, it's a faff.
2: I don't really understand Spotify. I've got it, but because it, here's the thing: if you if you don't pay for it, you you get adverts, which is fine. I don't mind that. But also, you if you want to play an album or like a, an artist, you can't play the songs in order. It will pick them randomly for you because um, you've got to pay. And I, uh, I don't want to... Uh, I, and also I know that Spotify treats the artists terribly. Mm. They get very... I know a lot of artists... I know Andy Partridge, chap from XTC, hates it. I remember Roger McGuinn calling them out saying he'd had something like a million pl- plays of eight miles high and he'd, he'd made $1.63 or Taylor something. Taylor Swift
3: refused to put stuff
4: on yeah. there.
2: Yeah. Um and I and I get it and I think it's unfair on the artists. Um and uh I mean
5: just uh, more stuff. It's just more stuff, isn't
2: it? It's more it's more stuff. 0344 499 1000. No one's called in for um to challenge me at iPod roulette. Yeah. All you need um uh you sad sacks. Is um, what is a sad sack? Sad sack is from the is so uh, what else? dolls? No, no, no. It's but it's in a famous Elvis Presley song. Oh, do you know which one? The Clam. Jailhouse Rock. A sad sack was sitting on a block of stone, way over in the corner, eating all alone. Fingers said to trigger. Where'd you get your kicks? And butters said to the nicks nicks. Anyway. What I'm saying is you if that if Jailhouse Rock came up, that would be a strong that would be a strong contender. All you need is your computer, your phone, your MP3 player, whatever, and we set them on to shuffle. I've got mine here. I've got mine here. Um, and uh, you set them on to shuffle and we play, but maybe they don't want to play. That's fine. Maybe they don't want to play.
3: Maybe they realize that, that they can't I beat you.
2: I'm unbeatable. I am Ivan... Oh, it's a cup of tea. How long's that been there?
3: Since I came back in. Mm.
2: Oh, that's so warm.
3: It's about optimum heat.
2: Ah. I'm Ivan the Unbeatable. I will beat you. I'm unbeatable. Um, Michael Jackson and Prince are to make a sensational comeback together from beyond the grave. The thriller singer and the Purple Rain legend... Recorded tracks
5: together in secret before their deaths, the songs were lapped in the vaults and have never been heard by their fans there's probably
2: here's the thing i've discovered as a fan of of music and music history throughout the years is that when tracks are locked in vaults or haven't been released there's generally a pretty good reason why those tracks are locked in those vaults, normally because. They stink.
3: Well, given that Michael Jackson had an expensive lifestyle by the end and needed some money. Remember he was going on that big tour and people were suggesting that perhaps it was too much for him. Surely if he had lucrative and fantastic uh, tapes locked away in Paisley Park, he would have had something to say about that. So, yeah, you're right, right, they're probably Pony.
2: Okay, right, here we go. We read on... And we realise, OK, uh, maybe... I don't even know if these songs existed, having looked on. However, it is claimed Jacko has now sent a message from the spirit world ah. urging his family to honour my legacy by releasing them. Hollywood medium Tyler Henry said he contacted the late singer while doing a reading with Jacko's sister, Latoya. Last night, Tyler claimed Jacko even brought along his pal Prince, who died in 2016. Tyler said... The key thing he spoke about... I don't know what his voice is. American. The key thing he spoke about was how he wanted to be honoured with his music. He wants his new music released. There is a specific artist he brought through with him. He was interested in in releasing something they did together. It made sense to LaToya... Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry Henry is Thursdays on Hey You and Tuesdays on E! Oh, the channel. Well, i must set the video recorders to record that crap. 03444991000,
1: this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
2: We'll get you talking. 03444991000, don't forget, the fun doesn't stop at 1 o'clock. Talk Radio goes all through the night with uh, Paul Ross at 1, uh, James Max at 5. The station down, closes down at 6.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock in the morning when Mike Graham um, starts the engine up again.
6: 0344-499-1000. Good evening, John. Ian, I want to challenge you. But what? Well, I was thinking, does it have to be a Spotify challenge or can I just give you a general knowledge challenge? Well, well, so you don't want to play iPod roulette? Well, you didn't explain it. You half-explained it, and then you kind of right. stopped okay. explaining
2: it. So, so... iPod roulettes, right? OK. Uh-huh. You have an iPod or your MP3 player or your computer with all your songs on. Yeah. You set it to shuffle or random. Yeah. And um, you press play, and a, s- a random song comes up. I do the same thing, and whoever has the best song wins. Best of three rounds. You get one pass in the entire game... Um and um yeah that's love it. the
6: idea love the idea but I would wake my housemates up unfortunately Jesus. but um, yeah I'm sorry uh, yeah. okay it's, so you it's, want it's to you, you want to do a I don't know what a Spotify okay, well, challenge look, is okay I I'm going to lay the challenge out okay if you're game
2: okay well um, hang on a minute I'm, you you have okay. you have refused my challenge so I yeah. I I am now legally well within yeah. my rights to refuse your challenge and that leaves
6: us at an and pass. Okay, I tell you what. Why don't you pick the subject and then we'll do it. Like well, I don't a, know what your cha- I don't know what your. I don't know what your challenge okay, is. So my okay. My challenge is we're going to ask each other. Well, three three pub quiz questions. Are we? And who, whoever gets the most out of those questions right wins the game. How about that? <clears throat> are you are you are you game? And they can be about anything. Anything you want, but I, I, y- you can have the pick. Do you want sport? Do you want geography?
2: Do you want science? I've got the pick of those three subjects: sport, geography, and science.
6: I feel like I've got you on the back a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, no, no,
2: Catherine,
4: please.
3: You've come in with a game already in your head. Yeah, and probably, and probably questions. some questions. And this is the first Ian's heard of it. And you're selecting. You're also selecting the subjects.
6: Well, we, you can pick the subject if you want and then we can ask one question each and if, if I guess your question, you don't guess my question I win, and vice versa Um, okay, music Okay, I'll ask one question and then you can ask me one question Okay, go ahead Okay, what was the first um, video music video on MTV?
2: Oh, for goodness sakes, boy Do you really want to ask me that? <laughs> go on I would suggest you come up with a different question. Do you know it or not?
3: Everyone knows it.
2: Buggles
6: video killed the radio star. Oh, he's good. He's good. Well, he's good.
3: we were there. OK. <laughs> <laughs> All
6: right, can I can I pick my subject? Well done, well done. Can I pick my subject? Well,
2: no. 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 It's okay. music, isn't it? All right. Is
6: that how it would
2: okay. work? All right, go on then, go on. OK, fine. Um, uh, during um, the Beatles tour, European and Australian oh, tour... Goodness of 1964 Ringo Starr (laughs) was unable to fulfil some of the dates namely in Amsterdam and Australia because he was having his tonsils removed. What was the name of the drummer that replaced him?
6: Uh, I'm really not going to know that, am I? No, 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 that's the the point of this
3: Just
5: stop for a second That's the point of this Okay, no, that's fine, that's 1-0
6: Can I pick the next one? Next uh, topic.
3: Aren't you even curious as to what the answer might be?
6: Uh, What is it? Jimmy Nickel. Jimmy Nickel. Okay, well done, well done. Okay, my subject capital cities. Okay. All right, okay. What's the capital of Uzbekistan?
5: Of of what?
6: Uzbekistan. Right, well,
2: people would say, people would say, but you know I won mastermind, don't you? You didn't okay, know that? Uh, OK, people would say Uzbek. A lot of people would say Uzbek. But mm-hmm. I... And that is what my initial reaction would be if I were not a man of the world. Instead, I would
6: say Tashkent. Very good.
2: Oh! Very good. Donald well with
4: your twosers!
6: You, you haven't won the round yet.
4: Well, okay, well I'm, two I'm winning, out three... I'm he's... winning
6: 2-0. No, you got one nil because if I get if you've got to ask no. me a country now, and if I get it right, then I've just I've, we've equaled that round. Yeah, then it becomes two one. No, it doesn't work like that. It's a round each. It's no, three that, rounds. that's how that's how quizzes round. work. Oh, oh. Ca- yeah. You won the music round, and then you've got to ask me, and we, we've got to see if I get if I get this right. Then we've cancelled each other out. No,
2: does he know how <laughs> score, scores work? I've never been in a quiz where if you both get the same answer, right. get the same, uh, no okay. one scores. No one scores. <laughs> you still have to ask me.
6: A, you still have to ask me a country.
2: I have to ask you a country or a question about geography.
6: No, a capital city we said this round was about capital cities. Flipping it. This is like um
2: this is this is like quizzes for We love, it. Nine you love year olds. it. I know you love it. You this love is, it.
6: This is like a quiz
2: for for babies.
6: Well, go on. Uh, ask me the hardest country you can think of and I'll tell you the capital well, city. Well, I don't even
2: know what you mean
6: by well, the hard What do you, you mean by you the hard- hardest country? You think of the most obscure country you can think of in the world, and I'll tell you the capital city in two
4: seconds.
5: Oh! <laughs> 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 um, okay, Latvia, Riga.
2: There we go. Well done. Okay, so it's two-one.
6: Right. So in the final round, and I get. Who to... decides this? Well, I who, do. Who decides this? Well, okay. You chose music, though. So yeah, you chose capital cities. So someone else has to choose the third round.
3: Jesus oh, You're Christ. pulling these rules out of your ass! All right,
6: Catherine That's can choose fair, it. That's fair, though, isn't it? Is that not... OK, fair. Catherine fair. can choose it, yeah? Mm-hm.
2: right. OK. Catherine, he, go for it. Go for it, Catherine. No, I don't... No, I, whatever you fancy.
3: Um, OK. Here we go. He just
2: wanted to phone up and show off he knew capital cities.
6: That was Pretty it. Pretty much. All
3: yeah. right. What about... Do we do the uh, films of Pedro Modova?
4: Oh! <laughs> Yes! Who's that? who's that? Yes! sir.
3: <laughs> OK. Which... Uh, who who's, who's being asked first?
6: Why don't you, on. Why didn't you ask... Is Madova? This is not fair. Sorry? What do you mean it's not fair? Oh, sorry, because you don't know it. I don't even know who this is. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's just...
2: Let's broaden it out.
3: OK. Spanish cinema. Spanish, Spanish cinema. <laughs>
2: Spanish cinema.
3: <laughs> OK,
0: this is easy. Is that period. broad
6: enough for you, John? No, cinema's broad. OK, well, OK.
3: OK, cinema, cinema. is broad. Which
0: Spanish
6: actress? (laughs) You're you're ganging up. This isn't fair.
3: Has appeared in several films by the director Pedro Almodovar.
6: Oh my god!
3: (laughs) Including one where two men beat each other up with legs of ham. Uh,
2: Penelope Cruz.
3: Yes. Can you name the film?
2: Oh, if it's legs of ham, it would be jamon jamon.
3: Jamon jamon. Jamon jamon. Wow, that's great! Shall I ask you a question now?
6: Yeah, like maybe a question that's not about Spanish ham.
3: Which male Spanish actor?
6: Don't give him him an easy one. Hang on,
3: no. Who appeared in several Pedro Almodóvar films? Oh my god. Has a name which translated into English would be Tony Flags.
6: Tony Flags. Antonio Flageras. Flageras.
3: Sorry.
2: Antonio Banderas. Thanks for playing, caller. Good night. (laughs) A
3: spanking was given.
2: Wowzers. (laughs)
3: Didn't know
2: that was the prize. (laughs) He just wanted to phone up and say, I can name you capital cities in two seconds.
5: Yeah. Jeez.
2: Tashkent. What a Tashkent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, Simon, how you doing? Hi, Ian, how are you? I'm all right, thanks, man. Good iPad roulette, once again. Yeah, you up for it? Yeah,
10: I've got some trash, but I'll be lucky.
2: All right, hang on a second. What I need to do is I need to stop, because cause this Beatles, I'm listening to a Beatles documentary. Um, and it who's, the, who's the
10: judge? Who's the judge of the good song?
2: Um, um, it'll be me. Um, right. no i got a, a minute i just need to write down where i am on this 1548 if i'm right in my hand 1548 on episode three of the beatles anthology revisited right Catherine can be the judge okay i'm just t- plugging that out and we're just gonna go there right hang on a second um got, i haven't used my ipod for so long shuffle songs right okie dokie doggy daddy yeah. um right uh are you ready I'm ready would you I, I'm gonna let you go first L- let's okay hear your first song
5: please
2: <laughs> that was short is that it Hello. Hello? Yeah, we couldn't hear anything. Well, did you play a song? Yeah. Don't have it on speakerphone? It's not. Oh. Hmm. Right, why don't you just... <laughs> God. Why don't you tell us what the song was? It was Smile by Supernatural. OK. but Do you do you want to play with that one or pass? I'll play with it. OK, right, here we go. This is mine. Just done it on shuffle. Here we go.
1: That's dusty.
4: Here we go. Help here, help this thing, you
1: know, help
2: yeah. It's getting funky. Okay. The,
1: more the merrier. Yeah. It's time
2: to enjoy I'm going to pass. That was a live version of Do It Again, but a very sloppy
4: yeah. live
2: version of um, Do It Again. Right, I'm passing. I've used up my pass in the first round. Here we go. This is the next track. Hang on a second though It's not quite what you think From Us to You by the Beatles live at the BBC versus some crap that I've never heard of. Um, uh, It's a tough one. Uh, Catherine, I've used up my pass. Let's have the results in, please.
3: The Beatles.
2: Sorry, Simon. Okay. 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 Round two. Round two. Round two. It is. Oh! Oh! I'm going to play my joker. Hang on a second. This This is beautiful. This is a tough one. You know this song? Yeah, Facts of Life. Facts of Life, Black Box Recorder. I don't want to say it's written by a friend of the show, but Luke Haynes. Just and, and he's probably listening.
3: To yeah. At a faster rate than
2: they have done. You're going to have to do something pretty special to beat that one, Simon. This is special. OK.
4: Keep the man
5: up on <laughs> Nick Knowles. Oh,
3: tricky!
4: <laughs>
3: oh, well, you, well played, Simon. Oh, I'm in a conundrum now. It's Nick
2: Knowles, every kind of people versus black box recorder facts, facts of alive. life. I, I mean, I. I I've, I've, I've... I think
3: Luke Haynes would understand.
2: Yeah, I think I think um... it's got
3: to go to the uh, to Nikki
2: Well done, Simon. It's one all, dude. Ooh. As we go into Ooh. the final, final round, you've still got your pass if you want to play it. Away you go, sir. No. Simon, we can't... There Simon, we, go. we can't hear it. What was it, please? Redbox, For America. Have you just got... Is, at least it's like your mates' bands or something, because I've not heard of any of these. Redbox is a top five single, I think. Oh! Well, Ooh. what about a number one single, which is what you've got here?
3: Oh, now.
2: Pina Colada.
3: Pina Colada, you you, you understand, don't you, Simon? Simon,
2: Catherine, don't embarrass him. Simon, let's just say goodnight and pretend this phone call never happened. Thank you you very much indeed. Let's go to the ads.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. That was uh, was a lot of fun there for all you uh, fun fans.
3: And if you like Pina Colada and getting caught in the rain then you need to give us a ring.
2: Here's the thing, and if I was if I was slick, this is why I'm, I'm not mainstream, if I was slick, I'd go, well, and here's the thing, maybe you like some of those songs and maybe you didn't like some of those songs. If you didn't like some of those songs, then there's an invention that's coming out just for you. Oh. Audio bubbles. <laughs> Arguments about what music or radio station to listen to on long car journeys could soon be a thing of the past. They have been since the 80s because of headphones. A new stereo system creates individual audio bubbles around each occupant of the vehicle, all without headphones. Oh. It means that while the driver might be listening to a a football player flobbing out the window on the radio, a passenger can enjoy some music. Parents could be spared having to listen to audiobooks on an endless loop to keep the young children in the back entertained, while teenagers would not need to endure the dubious music tastes of other family members. I'll have you know, I've got the best taste in music in my entire family. And that's like immediate and distant. The system being developed by car giant Ford can also allow a passenger to sit in blissful silence away from the noise of the engine radio and even fellow occupants
3: (laughs) what might be left on the hard shoulder
2: the technology uses speakers around each seat to produce each person's choice in sound i don't think i don't that but sound travels right sound travels how is that no
3: maybe you're in some sort of um no because that wouldn't work If, if you're the driver you need to be able to hear the road a bit as well don't you you can't just be sealed in to your own sound hole
2: no, I think that's that doesn't work. One of my favourite characters in Beatles folklore is a, 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 a Greek gentleman. I can't remember his last name, but he, he went by the name of Magic Alex. And towards the end of the 60s, the Beatles were insane, John Lennon in particular. But they were insane because they had loads of money. They didn't know what they wanted to be and they were taking a lot of drugs. Um, spoiler alert, the Beatles took drugs. And um, they were, they started this company, Apple, and it was like a record label but a publisher and an art gallery and they would give money to artists and it was all kinds of things. And they had a department called Apple Electronics. They had been called Zapple. And they, this, this Greek, basically people, freeloaders and druggies and chancers would come up and they would go up to them and ask them for money for projects. And the Beatles would go, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? And one of these people was a guy called Alex and he died recently. Um, Magic Alex. And there's very little footage of him. I've only seen like a 15 second clip of him. And he basically said to the Beatles, I can make you loads of stuff that you didn't know you need. Needed, right? And he promised to make them like a seventy-six track recording studio when, when, when only you know eight tracks had just been invented, and um, they gave him all this money, and he, you know, it obviously was it, was it was crap and it didn't work. Um, and the only thing he ended up inventing that actually worked was apparently a, a black box that flashed red lights. Right? But he said that he could make... One of the problems in the studio, in the recording studio, is the drums. The drums, if you're recording live, like a lot of 60s bands did, the drums would bleed into everything. And it's, it's a, and so you, your drummer would often be in a different room or would have, like... Now they have, like, mufflers around them. and stuff. Like and he said, I can invent you guys an invisible sonic force field that will go around Ringo's drums that will be invisible but will stop his drum sound bleeding over into so you can be all be in the same room and he will be surrounded by this invisible electronic the, the opposite of the wall of noise it and and it, and they went oh that sounds great you know yeah oh yeah we'll sounds have that. legit oh yeah I, I've, 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 I can't do a john lennon anymore you know paul mccartney oh yes you know i'm i'm ringo you know well you know i'm george that's not bad it's not bad. Mm. Oh, you know. Well, oh, you know, I'm George. It's not. Uh, anyway, it was, John's it, a bit
3: more like that, isn't he?
2: That, that, so uh, me, me, Aunt Mimi was, uh, and I said, Aunt Mimi, if if you, I can't do it. I'll work on John. I'll, I'll have John by the end of next week. At uh, the end, when I come back from my break, we'll have. I'll have John Lennon on. Little the
3: project show.
2: there. Um, and of course, the, the thing was bollocks, and it didn't work. He didn't it. So, so that's that, basically. Um,
3: so, don't do drugs because you end up buying things like that that are not real.
2: You end up having great hit records. Choice is yours. This is an interesting thing. Um, Shameless star Tina Malone.
3: Mm. You read re- about this?
2: Yes. I've, 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 I've only seen Twitter moments. I get all my news from Twitter moments now. I'm so, um, I'm such an idiot. And this tiny little column in the mirror. Has reportedly said she did not know she was committing an offence when she ret- retweeted what she thought was a picture of child killer John Venables. Um, anyone posting or sharing photos of Venables or Robert Thompson, taken after they were jailed in 1993 for killing James Bolger, risks up to two years jail or an unlimited fine for contempt of court. So they were uh, they were arrested as kids, sentenced as kids, and now they're adults. I can never remember which one's back in prison for you know. Uh, anyway. Malone and what I find interesting so she retweeted a picture of what she thought was one of these one of these killers as an adult because we're not supposed to know what they look like no because
3: they changed their name they live in uh, one
2: one went to prison recently didn't he for um, having pictures of of child rape Mm -hmm. and I can't remember which one anyway what I found interesting was her defence bearing in mind it's a four-paragraph story in the Daily Mirror, and I've really come to mistrust everything. And I've also come to, to be very, very aware that context is so... It, it's just never involved in these stories. But Malone, 55, is said to have retweeted a picture supposedly revealing the new identity... There we go, yeah. ...of Venables, 35, jailed for 40 months last month for possessing indecent child images. She told the Daily Star Sunday... I didn't have a clue it was illegal. Are you going to prosecute me for posting a picture? I'm not au fait with the law. I don't think... I, I'm not au fait with the law, so forgive me, Your Honour, but permission to speak freely, per- permission to approach the bench. I am, I am as un fait with the law as the next person, but perhaps slightly more au fait with the law if that next person were to be um, uh, Tina Malone, because surely... Being unoffay with the law does not get you off breaking no. any laws. It's like you you, you, you can't go, um, oh, jeez, man, I, I killed him. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know that murder was illegal. It doesn't work like that, does it? No, it's no defence. But then again, I'm also aware, and this is the thing I'm trying to factor into the show now. No, no, let me rephrase it this is the thing i 'm trying to factor into my life after having one you know kind of fairly small story i don 't know how many pages i 'm hoping it was it was it was a spread but i don 't know I, I, probably a tiny column after having one story about me in the papers in the last couple of weeks i 'm um, aware that that, um, that context and innuendo the lack of context. And the um, appearance of innuendo um, and the filling in of blanks means that, you know, it, this is one small story about me, about stuff, right, um, that, was, that was was mean in tone and um, kind of said more than I actually said. They, they quoted stuff that I'd said on the show, and I'm being deliberately vague because... I'm now being very conscious about what I say on air, aware that it might get printed at some point. But but, but it was interesting being part of a story like that. They printed stuff I'd said on air. I think I'd said it on a couple of different shows... Is that right, or was it from one show? I think
3: it was from one show in particular. OK. Then one newspaper filled in several blanks, yeah. things that you've never said yeah. on air, but, but, and then other other newspapers and people on Twitter and journalists yeah. who should know better started saying that you had said all of it.
4: No,
2: but also the, the, the original story is the one I'm, I'm talking about specifically. So, so it came from like a 25-minute monologue, and they took this bit, and then they took that bit, and then they took that bit, and then they, they kind of welded it all together... Uh, the implication was I'd given an interview to them as well. And, and, and it just... It's just made me think. And I've never really believed. That's not quite true. I've always always—I've always had a... a the, the last ten years, say, I've always had a slightly doubtful, inquisitive look at the stories in the papers. I've never been interested. Never. Not for years and years and years and years and years. As long as I can remember. I've not been interested in stories about who's shagging who and who's getting divorced from who and who's doing what drug. I've never found the pictures of, you know, Gascoigne and that poor woman from it who was in EastEnders that was in the paper. The other day. I've never found those interesting. I think they're exploitative. Um, and I don't care who's shagging who. It's none of my business. As long as everyone, you know, as long as the people that are doing the shagging are, are up for it, then who cares, man? Um, and it's, it's, uh, I'm getting a little bit lost in what I'm trying to say. Basically, since then, Uh, I'd really like to do the show without having to reference the papers at all. But seeing as we are owned by a newspaper and seeing as to how they sometimes prompt conversations, I don't know how feasible that is. Um, But what I'm going to try and do is try and be more aware of context and of innuendo. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. When when I look at stories in the papers, and we generally we don't do those kind of stories anyway. Um, You know, we're talking about Michael Jackson's ghost tonight and audio bubbles. The next story we're going to talk about is scones. So, you know what, actually? Forget what I just said. Let's go to the ads.
1: Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late-night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio.
2: Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand Paul Ross will be on in about fifteen minutes guys So get ready for some of that Um Oh here we go Um I love the fact I'm re- I'm getting back into the Beatles. I love the Beatles And I've got this found this hooky it's a hooky fan made audio documentary 18 parts about twenty five twenty six hours long um, and it's brilliant, it's brilliant, it's brilliant! It's called The Beatles Anthology Revisited, right? Um, uh, fans have made it, and it's amazing. Really in-depth, pieced together lovingly. And I was never a fan of the early Beatles. I kind of thought they started getting interesting around Help, and then, you know, by by Revolver, they were really cooking. They were really... Revolver's the album for me. I love that record, man. Um, but I was never into, like, the early rock and roll stuff. I but the, But listening to this um, Beatles anthology, Revisited, God, I'm loving it. And it's got hooky stuff on there. It's got, you know, the Star Club, some of the Star Club recordings, which you can buy. I think they're in public domain, the Star Club recordings. And it's got stuff that they recorded in, like, Paul McCartney's bedroom. I've never heard that. Anyway, I'm falling in love with the Silver Beatles. Um, And I'm always amazed that how... um, Now, even now, 50 years later, new Beatles stuff... Is appearing. New new Beatles stuff keeps popping up all the time. And it is incredible. Right. Talk about Love Me Dough. A teenager's photos of the Beatles may sell for more than a quarter of a million pounds. Mike Mitchell, then eighteen. Whoa. Took four hundred snaps in Baltimore and Washington, U.S. in
4: 1964.
2: Flipping heck! Took four hundred. Okay, and yeah. I mean, look at those pictures. They're, they're, they're really they're so close. Great, it's right. not. They're great. Right. If you don't know what the rest of them are like. Right. But listen to this. Four hundred. He sold some of them already.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: In 2011, forty-six of them sold. ...for £224,000. That, I mean... That is insane! That is insane! Wowzers! I love it! You know, so many years later... ...there's still new Beatles stuff... ...popping up. It's wonderful! How is this possible? How is this... And there's a lot of the key players... Are dying now more stuff will turn up in attics and in bedside cabinets and uh, you know and cellars and things things that they'd forgotten they got given and oh, all of the, more stuff's going to turn up man people
3: don't know what they've got no
2: they don't flipping love the how can you i feel so sorry for people that don't like the beatles if um, if anybody is, is listening to this and you don't like the Beatles, please, please tune to another radio station because people like you make me puke. You make me absolutely sick. And it's, um, it's disgusting and you should be, um, thoroughly ashamed. Those
3: guys are musical joy.
2: Yeah! A woman posted a bizarre advert in an effort to sell her car describing it as shit. Oh, <laughs> my <Thank> God. <laughs> and nothing but bad luck. Oh, Daniela Lee Daniela Lee Edwards, 20, blamed dents and a missing window on her ex-partner and said the motor was leaking some gooey yellow liquid. Daniela of Bristol, who wanted £200 for the 2007 Peugeot 207, wrote online, Quick sell as this car is nothing but bad luck and a bag of shit. Wow. <laughs> you've, got love, you've got to love that honesty. Um, the ad apparently worked because in reply to someone who posted she wrote, I sold it, God knows how, but I did. Isn't that incredible? I love the I love that honesty, man. People should just say, Look, I've got something to say. I'll be honest, it's a load of rubbish, but I just wanna um, I Wanna get rid. I just want to get rid of it. Crying out loud. Um
3: what was this?
2: Stop waving. You don't have to pander to those idiots.
3: I am uh, building up a fan base, mate.
2: You don't have to pander to those perverts I haven't got any um,
3: pig's privates to n- n- not on.
2: Someone's e- Well, someone's emailing me saying, mm. um, some guy called Dennis White. Right. I got my ass banned from YouTube chat. So you can watch the show on YouTube. It's nicer than Periscope, I think. YouTube.com slash rabbit hole. And let's chat. And Kath and I and Matthew, our friend Matthew, are uh, uh, mod- moderators on there. And we can time people out for 300 seconds if they're a bit sassy. Have a good think about what you've done. We can block people. I am Dennis W on YouTube chat. I seem to have been banned on YouTube chat. If you can tell me why you have banned me, maybe I could explain my comments. On the I'm thinking, I don't remember. I don't know. And Also,
3: also why do you have to explain?
2: On the whole, I don't curse or abuse people. I can get a little edgy, but it's all in good taste for the lols. Pretty much what you do. Oh. If you can please give me the reason for the ban, I may have no defence and accept it, with a plea to lift it and give a pledge to not repeat, or I may have a defence and will have to stand by it. I am clueless and in limbo. Well, the reason... I can tell you the reason I banned you, Dennis. uh, It was in anticipation of this pathetic... (sighs) time-wasting, grovelling email. I knew I knew that you were going to be the kind of guy that would send an email like this so but I banned you.
3: Maybe you banned him for the lulls. Yeah But there's another thing um, we should flag up. Yeah. Um, it's not democracy
2: No, no, no. Listen, I don't, I don't know. remember why I banned you. There would have been a reason um, do I know how to unban you? I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue, and I'm not. I, 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 I'm not going to bother. Um, just set up a new account if you want, or, or watch it and don't comment. Or I don't. Re- I don't really care. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Don't really care, man.
3: It's uh, supposed to be an added extra anyway, a little bonus. Just a little. A uh, bit of fun, just for the
2: little,
5: Hey,
2: here we go. Look, right. I'm going to show you a picture that's going to blow your mind. A Brit pensioner opposes with a 130-pound fish she hooked on a trip down under. Ooh. Hooked on and trip down under to visit her son. Sue Elcock, 68. OK, needed a hand L- landing the fish. Sue only wants... Right, OK. Yeah, I don't believe this picture I'm about to show you. OK, I'm about to show you a picture of this fish. Right. It's a bass.
3: Oh, Tasty.
2: OK. You ready? Always. You ready? Yeah. OK. So she caught this fish, right?
3: Go on. There. No, she never.
2: There we go. Five foot four. The fish, Sue... That's ne- a sleeping bag. ...needed a hand. It is. Landing. You would, you would climb in that, wouldn't you, you? You have to. You would climb Just in that and shut the mouth.
5: Yeah. Mwah. Help! Help! Let me out! I am a talking fish. Yep.
2: Sue, 68, needed a hand landing the five-foot-four-inch Bass Grouper, which is two inches longer than her. Um, Sue of Lillis Hall, Shropshire, joked... You'd need an awful lot of chips with a fish like that. No, you wouldn't, because you wouldn't eat it all like that. You would probably eat a bit of it, serve it to your friends, make a nice fish... And then you'd freeze the rest or you'd... Fr- like pickle
3: it or something. I mean, that's going to go off before you finished it. Yeah. That's a big fish. I don't believe it's quite that big. Can have I have a, look a look
2: at that. That,
3: to me, looks like it's been manipulated.
2: That's... Um... That's like those um, the the rat. Remember the rats, the picture of the killer rats, and it was yeah. all about perspective. Look, look, you've made it. You've turned the heating on. Now the windows are steaming up. Turn it down a bit. Because it, turn it's it down. was so cold. No, 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 no. We don't turn it off until the last couple of minutes of the show because I like it cold. This is I don't no, don't mess around with the the heating. My way. No, 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 no. no. We don't we don't do that. Come on, Paul. Come on, Paul.
13: I oh, sauna in here. What's
2: I know is? exactly. Wind, it's, outrageous. Wind, it's outrageous. It's
3: outrageous. Look at that, Paul. Look at that.
2: Oh, that's beautiful! I hope they put it back though. Did they? <laughs> that's beautiful. We were saying you'd want to climb inside that, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, you'd, you'd want to be Jonah. It's amazing, isn't it? Five foot four that fish. That is. Although we've got a, um, we're going to a
13: bird sanctuary. Uh-oh. I know this may not thrill you. Yeah. Going to a bird sanctuary in uh, Norwich. Yeah. In the early hours, because they've got a snowy owl down there, and oh, I was an oh, great big deal. The twitches are going on. This beautiful thing, this female bird, has got a five-foot wingspan. And it's a a snow-white, pure owl. And you think the magic of nature. So you've got this five-foot, four-inch, so that owl's wingspan is almost as long as that fish. Incredible. And they're worried slightly that it's going to be picked... It would feed off rabbits and hares. It can pick up small dogs. So people are slightly nervous up there about that, because some red kites, they think, are scooping up... uh, puppies and things. I yeah, yeah. Kind of home county. Well, they Marks talk about
2: um, gulls as well. Gulls swooping down and picking up little Yorkshire terriers. I don't mind because I don't like Yorkshire terriers. Don't you? Oh, they're <laughs> horrible dogs. Like little rats, aren't they? Address your letters of complaint, please, to James Whale between 7 and 10 each and every weekday. <laughs> so you've got that. Uh, else, what else is coming up after one? On
13: the show, we've this? got to talk a bit about the ongoing um, saga of the poisoning down in Salisbury in yep. Wiltshire. We've got some experts on that, including a fascinating intelligence guy who says, look, hang on. Vladimir Putin's met with this criminal genius and mastermind. It's two weeks before the elections, 100 days before the World Cup. It's a toxin that's only manufactured by the Russians. Evil genius, dot, 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 really. So we're talking a bit about that. But also on the programme this morning, which I'm looking forward to, we are celebrating the life and work of Hubert de Givenchy the French designer, oh. who put Audrey Hepburn on the map. He died at the age of 90. We're yeah. crossing life to Paris. Well, you see, Cathy's nodding her head oh, saying, I love Audrey
3: Hepburn. Yeah. But sometimes You in the ti- look of Audrey Hepburn. Well, thank you very much. She's, wow. been oh. dead about eight, she's
13: been dead about eight years.
3: Well, exactly. I'm <laughs> but sometimes, at the end of her um, films, it would say, um, Miss H- Hepburn's fragrance, Givenchy. Yeah.
13: Well, she went to Givenchy oh. just when she made Roman Holiday. She was making Sabrina, because yes. I love Humphrey Bogart. He's my favourite actor, and he's in it with her, with William Holden. And she said, I need you to make me glamorous, old-school Hollywood. He designed the dresses for her and they're beautiful, but Edith Head got the Oscar because the deal was Edith Head was the big MGM costume designer he then made the iconic black dress for her in Breakfast at Tiffany's so we've got uh, somebody paying homage to uh, we don't get many Hubert's in this country but Hubert in French sounds beautiful doesn't it fantastic and a few musical birthdays for us as well
2: beautiful nice one Paul thank you very much indeed that's all coming up after one o'clock just think about five six weeks ago we didn't talk radio would switch over to those idiots at talk (laughs) store at one o'clock the
13: Yorkshire Terriers are broadcasting exactly
2: well that's uh, Paul Ross will be on at one uh, one. Uh, don't forget dear listener. If you want to listen to this show again, you can go to the talk radio website. If you want to um you can go if you want to watch it again. I don't know why you'd want to watch it, but you've got to be everything these days. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole. And of course, and of course, of course, there is a best of podcast that comes out every day. What was in the podcast that we put that you put out, Catherine? You and
3: Joe Swash talking about exactly how and when you're going to oh, drink I, his Wee wee I don't
2: know. I think that's I don't think that's Steady. Oh, I don't Paul. think that's uh do you, know, I'm re- taking the- do you know, Michael, I- I'm really tempted to do that fart noise under the arm. I don't know if I've done that <laughs> can, for years. Can you do
13: anyway. the back of the leg one? No. Oh, I made of mine at school, he was a triumph because he could do that. And he would do it until he was about 15 at youth club discos, and he used to get slow dances with girls because of it. On that bombshell! Don't <laughs> the of female.